Hello and welcome back to episode number five of the Scott Bridwell podcast. I am your host, Levi Bridwell. Today we sit down together, Scott, his two children, and his adoptive son, and we discuss life and death after having to attend Scott's father's funeral. We sit back, drink beers, have laughs, discuss the highs and lows in life, what it all really means, sexism, and we even discuss the Atlantic Ocean for a bit. We would like for you to join us in this journey and in this beautiful podcast where we all just, well, we get the better of each other. So sit back and relax and enjoy this week on Scott Birdwell. It's for, it's for pecans. Pecans. Yeah, I know they got that. I mean, when we when we pack a lot of oh, you saw the pecan trees up in the goat field. So you get all these pecans and you start. Well, look that box over there. I know. I saw that box. It's filled with pecans. So we can crack pecans. Are we back on? Yeah. Okay. Oh. And the great thing about being back on by surprise is you can turn it back off. Yeah. Sorry. No big deal. So, um, you want to try to make this one a go? Yeah. If you want to. I'm wondering if that freezer behind us is going to be a problem. I haven't heard it. I didn't really hear it in the background. Yeah, okay. I mean, if you can barely pick me up from right here. I'm sure it'll be okay. <laughs> <gasps> All right. Well, um, I got my son to the left of me, Levi Walker. Say hi. Hello. You know, waving at him's not going to be good. It's all audio. This isn't. This isn't. News. This isn't. This isn't, <laughs> this isn't YouTube live. This isn't Fox and Friends. No. They're not no. TV. Uh, and then uh, after, and we're drinking PBR. Dick, you got beer all over me. <laughs> like you care. Uh, and we're drinking PBR. And uh, to the left of Levi, I've got Nicholas. Nicholas Wright. Nicholas and Levi grew up together. He's hello. Uh, yeah, I also waved. Yeah, I was gonna say they also <laughs> can't see you waving. Yeah. So. And he's got his sunglasses on, and it's what time of night? He yeah. wears his sunglasses at night so he can. Is see his future <laughs> so bright? I wear my sunglasses yes. Future is brighter than Yeezy's smile. And then after that, I got uh, my daughter Kaylee, who decided, "Hey, I'm gonna wave too." Not say hi. <laughs> Just kidding. Hi. <laughs> Kaylee's 26. Um, they all flew in for my father's funeral. How's. Um, there's a lot of questions on that. Uh, before I get into questions, what, what's your thoughts? What, what was your thoughts on the whole idea of a funeral for Papa? And that's what we call your grandfather in the South. <laughs> even though they live in the Northwest, even Nick calls him Papa. So, what was your thoughts? It was a funeral. I mean, what? What? what I guess. I, I guess really, my my question is, what do you mean by my thoughts on having a funeral for somebody who just passed away? I don't. That was a question directed towards you, Scott. I got a message that came in, and I totally missed it. What was your question? I'm sorry. I was hoping you were going to be make a statement and pontificate so I can think on this message that came in. Uh-huh. My, my question was really, 
what do you mean by how do like what are our thoughts on the fact that he had a funeral? It was an open ended just like what are you what question. Okay. It was about. leaving you open to interpret that and to say I didn't want to direct that question to specifically. Okay. No. So what do you think about like the whole situation? Yeah. Like the whole ordeal. No, no, because in that, in that, I know that you're sad, mm-hmm. right? And I guess my thoughts when it happened, and just so people know, I, uh, my brother and I, and my sister-in-law, and my mom and my dad all got together on Saturday and went to a local marina and had a great launch. He was laughing. We were joking. We were doing after that. And then we left and went to uh, do some shopping. Mom's church was collecting things for uh, one ministry, and then they were collecting some other stuff for back to school. So we went and did that. And then we went home, and I had to get ready to go host Sounds of Summer. And I need to shower, and I've been spending this whole day doing these things for them, but I can't. Uh, I... I can't focus on what I need to focus on, so I'm trying to hurry to get up there. And then I walk out. Dad's on the tractor unloading these heavy 55-gallon barrels of feed onto the tractor, and there's nine of them. He's already got three in the bucket. Jeez. Right. Man would work through a heart attack. I tell you what. He would. He probably has. He probably has worked yeah, through a heart yeah, attack. Yeah. I've seen it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sitting here thinking, okay, I... I know he could do this by himself. Doesn't mean you want But he to. shouldn't. Yeah. He <laughs> right. I mean, what kind of no son is going to say, okay, well, I know you got a big hard work ahead of y'all. I got to go take a shower. <laughs> I have internet <laughs> friends to impress. <laughs> right. And so I, uh, yeah, I could have been that guy. I want to be a YouTube sensation. And so I, are a YouTube <laughs> so I ran up and uh, in my flip flops, jumped in the truck and uh, drove it down to where we keep the feed he followed me down with the tractor and we unloaded these barrels of feed and um, I then come up and record the intro to the podcast I posted last week mm-hmm. and I'm in a hurry I take my shower I'm running I host sounds of summer I have a great night I hang out with friends afterwards have a couple of drinks come home not thinking nothing Jump up, uh, live in, sleep in the RV. So I go back and sleep in the RV. I'm doing that. And um, wake up next morning. My mom's calling me, screaming. And I come running down. And she's in there trying to roll him and smacking him and screaming at him and just yelling, please help me. Help me. Help me turn him over. Help me turn Because she's a nurse. She's going to yeah. do CPR. His body had already become stiff. His body was already cool to the touch. You're not... I mean, in my logical mind... It's over. It's over. He's not there. And... um, I mean, your brother even thought he passed at 1 to 2 a.m. Yeah. Earlier in the night. You know, what medical training my brother has to know that. But but he had had a few... He had some time. Well, his... He, he may have he may have some other reason why he may have talked to somebody who's got some medical training and that's why he came up with that but yeah. I do think it was early 
I do think he had been passed for a while. Because it, it was early in the morning when Mamelon called you, right? It was 7.30. Yeah, yeah so right, if he's yeah. already cool to the touch and rigor had already started to set in. Was he purple? Yeah, his face is purple. Um, he, he didn't have his teeth in. He had that CPAP machine. His face was all puckered like that. And it was and the blood had settled there where it was blue. and um, Yeah, he was gone. And, and, you know, Mamaw had a breakdown. Yeah. As one would. Yeah. Naturally. Right, right. And all I knew to do was let her have it. Yeah. You need to be closer when you talk. <laughs> oh, sorry. I wasn't saying anything worth hearing. <laughs> Nothing profound. <laughs> Not yet. Just some ad libs. <laughs> Well, and and so, you know, my thoughts were, okay, this week just got chaotic. Yeah. Who do I call first? It's empty. Uh, <clears throat> Who do I call first? Well, 911. Yeah. Always. Yeah. And we do that. And um, those guys, they ask me. Does he need CPR? Like, nope. Well, the downside to that, they ain't in a hurry. That's true. Right. Yeah. Which I understand. You don't want to put the EMS at risk. You don't want to put the general public at risk. With yeah. with a with an ambulance driving down a county road at 200 miles an hour, or Excuse me, ever how fast they go. For someone who's already passed. And like, for sure, already right. passed. So you don't want to do that. So, the other side is, you know, your mom's freaking out. And we got this whole process to go through. And the longer you guys take to get here, the longer this is going to drag this out. Yeah. And then in your own head, you're like, okay, I'm supposed to be feeling one thing. And I'm going through this whole other thing. Well, I mean, I think it's fair to say that there is no one real way to process something like this. I mean, yeah. if everyone's supposed to follow the There's same no textbook routine. and then, you know. It, right. It, it, something like this of this caliber is something that each individual person has to deal with and wrestle with themselves. It's, it's not one correct way. And I, I think I think that becomes a major problem for a lot of people is because they don't feel like they're grieving the right way. And I know it's something that I definitely have been struggling with. Because, like, I don't know, even today, even, like, seeing Papa in the casket, I didn't know we were going to do an open casket, so that really threw me off. I don't think you guys have ever seen an open casket, have you? Yeah, my great-grandfather was, his funeral was an open casket, so it was pretty interesting, too. Like, nobody told us. So walking in the church, it was just a surprise. Like, and, and like, just just the way that just the way that Papa, well, like, cause cause they had to fit his teeth back in, so his face looked a little stretched, and then they they obviously do the makeup and whatnot. It 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 didn't look real, at least to me. I mean, it, yeah, it, it looked like a the wax version, like a, like a wax figurine. So like, yeah. it, it's just there's this part of me that like I I understand that it's happened, but like I still don't feel like it's. Real. real that it really happened and so 
I don't know. I think that's why it. I don't feel like it's affected me as of yet. Well, I think it's like us living away from it. Like we couldn't be here right when it had all just like become real. Like you know, like we came in like after the the first like chaotic moments and days and stuff. So. I mean, it still doesn't, yeah, it still doesn't feel real, but I read something, the lady who created, like, the grieving process, like, the, like, the five stages, yeah, of, the five like, stages of grieving, I read that she, like, came out and said, it's not, like, a step process that you follow, no, it's not, it's, it's and those people, are the five steps that you will go through, yeah. but it's not in any direction, yeah, so I think like, it's a it's cyclical like, thing, yeah, it's like, you go through, those different phases like the disbelief the i don't remember what they all are but like anger yeah, yeah. Anger, so disbelief it's like, denial acceptance well i guess that denial and disbelief kind of uh bartering is one of them yeah bartering's one trying to fix it in a way i guess yeah well i mean in the same sense to where like there's the word that's used as in it's fake or or not real it seems not real is interesting to me mostly because it's it's in the same sense that somebody would say, oh, they're here in spirit. Like, the fact that it's not real to you, like, it, it doesn't seem real. It's because, in a way, to me, at least it happened to me when my grandfather passed, it wasn't real. He so you lost your die. grandfather and your grandmother this... Yeah. Well, my grandfather the year before, then my grandmother. My great-grandfather, then my grandmother. So. Right. Oh, you had your great-grandfather? Yeah. His great-grandfather yeah. was like 108? <laughs> no, my great-grandfather was 86. My oh. great great grandfather was 103 when he died. Did you know your great great grandfather? I knew my great great grandfather. Yeah. Was he it, that was, walked without a cane. That was a Grandpa Mac, right? Grandpa Mac. Until he was 103 yeah. mm-hmm. without a cane. Black don't crack, baby girl. He <laughs> actually owned Union Street, which is now MLK in Portland. He owned uh, two gas stations and two condos on it. He had a few acres actually to land on it. Nice. He was working the business and stuff like that, but, you know, time, history does its, does its course. But, but yeah, so when they passed i, I kind of i had that you know that same cycle of going through the motions of emotion but at some point not even at some point but constantly kind of like how you're saying it's com- almost reciprocal like it goes in a circle i i kept getting this weird feeling that it wasn't real and i think that was just me already knowing that again that energy that spirit that mm-hmm. life that experience doesn't go anywhere so that's why, in a way, it, but when you say doesn't go anywhere, do, are you saying are you saying it doesn't go, it isn't destroyed, or are you saying it? The energy is transferred. So like, okay, yeah. yeah. So it, it so moved. it does go it goes somewhere, somewhere, but it's it yeah. doesn't leave. It doesn't, doesn't was well, not destroyed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, energy <clears throat> not created nor destroyed, only transferred. Right. This guy. I don't remember what law that is, but that is a law. The one you just created. <laughs> Energy could not be created. <laughs> so you're gonna Google that? I am, because it is a legitimate law. <laughs> we learned it in our eighth grade science class. You, you making a B double E double R U N? I'm glad I know about that little, that little phrase now. No. The B double E double R U N. Oh, that's a song. Oh, what song? It's like a Rodney Carrington song. I don't know who that is. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's like beer it law, law of conservation. Levi's our 
The law of conversation. Convers- <laughs> the law of conversation. The law of conservation of energy. A fundamental concept of physics states that the total amount of energy remains constant in an isolated system. It implies that energy can neither be created nor destroyed, but can be changed from one form to another. Told you I was real. You know where I need you in my podcast? <laughs> Everywhere. Your guy. Your little. Yeah. Uh, well, not only is he just that side commentary guy, but he's the guy that just researches stuff. No, 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 that's not true. Here's I, here's yeah, the I fact. Could be like your Andy Richter to your Conan, you know, <laughs> just like on the side, just like hey. Right, and if you're talking about something on Google, or we're just talking about something, he was over there googling it. Yeah, exactly. And he's like, no, no. <laughs> that's not true. Here's your this fake news. <laughs> your fake news. Wrong. <laughs> Wrong. Don't believe them. For any up. reason. Huge. Not have a guest on there talking to Levi just like Nope. <laughs> the Google says. I read it on the internet, so it must be true. So well the true. hard part after after you call nine one one. Right. And they're on their way and you know there's no saving. You know it's over. Who do you call next? And then you're like, how do you get in touch with him? <laughs> he's, he, he's going to a Ghostbuster reference. Ghostbuster. <laughs> so like a double entendre. It didn't was, need to be done. Now done. it's already been done. I have already met away. Just... So, and, and then you guys are 3,000 miles away. Yeah. And it's 7.30 in the morning, so it's 4.30 in the morning. Uh, you, you and mom, I think you guys called me around 5 a.m. Right. Right. And so I'm just like, well, you don't text that. Oh, by the way, Papa died. Yeah. Everything's going fine. Uh, your grandpa's dead. We're going to get steaks tomorrow. <laughs> and, uh, you don't text that. No, stick it in the you milk. don't text it. No. And then I'm thinking, well, but I don't want, I mean. I mean, at least not to anyone immediately. Yeah. That you would... Yeah, like, yeah. close. You don't want to text it, but also you can't not let somebody know. You can't not let them know, because you know that at some point you're going to get on Facebook, and you're going to see somebody giving their condolences to me or to my mom or somebody that you're friends with when you wake up. Now, it's 4.30 in the morning, 5 a.m. You're going to wake up. I don't know what time you're going to wake up. I'm not there. Right. <laughs> or I'm right. Four hours from there. So four hours from there. That's yeah. enough time for the information to get her, get out to general public. Right. So I need to get in touch with you. So the only thing I knew to do was, okay, I'm going to call you guys. I'm going to leave a voicemail. It says, hey, I need you to call me when you get this. And uh, you were different, Kaylee, because I called Angelo. Yeah. Yeah. For those of you who've never ever met my sister, <clears throat> she's a she's the, the second worst person. Worst I'm the worst, worst in the world. Nick is the worst. Uh, <laughs> not drunk. Some, I just text. We better. should text sometime. We should <laughs> <laughs> not text. Just like yeah. 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 No, we're, we're texting <laughs> currently. Yeah, no, they they are both the worst people to try to get information across your text message. Kaylee just shouldn't own a cell phone in general. I agree. She, 
I hate them. She doesn't call people. She doesn't text anybody. She really just uses it to play Pokemon Go. That's it. <laughs> it's my Pokemon like, Go. Like, truthfully, my just Pokemon, Pokemon Go, Go player. Well, and time and weather. Time and weather. My alarm clock. <laughs> my calendar. So, okay. you know, like, so 40 things. Tool. Okay, That's never mind. She's like, okay, I'll, the, 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 the main the function, function of a cell phone... <laughs> So doesn't work for my phone. <laughs> so if you want to get in touch with Kaylee, call anyone else. First. Also, I sleep a lot. <laughs> True. So I call Angelo. I'll leave Angelo the voicemail because I can text Angelo. He'll text me right back. I can text you and I might hear a month later. And you're like, oh, I meant to text you back. <laughs> I'm still waiting on a reply from your birthday from March. <laughs> but... <laughs> so I that that's what I did with you and I, I learned that early on right and I said because your mother had complained one time about how you just hadn't texted her back about something I said well text Angelo <laughs> well, I don't have Angelo's phone number you don't have your son-in-law's phone number the, the one way to get in touch with Kaylee is and find out what's going on with Kaylee is text Angelo I've literally texted you or called you and you've not answered so I've texted or called Angelo and he's like oh yeah she's right beside me It'd be easier to get a hold of her, like, through post, you know, just sending her a letter letter. (laughs) and wait for her to reply via letter. No, she doesn't reply. You don't reply. Levi doesn't reply. I I distinctly remember writing out three letters to you. Did I never send any of them? I never got one letter from you. He's the third worst. The third worst. That's such a dick sure. move on my part. I'm sorry. I, I literally have, wrote yeah, out like two or three letters. Thrown him under the bus so yeah. that I was under too. We should have been under this one together. Right, together. So, so, so I do this, and then I think, okay, I'm gonna call your mom, who lives there, <laughs> and um, but you know, I mean. I don't want to call your mom at 4:30 in the morning. Right. I mean, she's married. Mom doesn't sleep though. Evidently not. And so I texted her. I said, can you call me as soon as you get this? Whatever issues your mom and I have, I think we've got enough of a trust with each other that when I say something like that, when I say, can you call me? Yeah. Not just because I want to trap. Yeah, I'm not calling. Just find out, you know, a recipe. Um, And so she called me fairly quickly. And I told her. And, of course, it... It broke her down, and I don't know an easy way to tell somebody that... No, I don't think there's any easy way to say... Yeah, I don't know. A loved one's gone? Yeah. There was no... I mean, I think how you said it to me was... I didn't. Oh, Angela, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm, But I got on the phone with you. Yeah, I... Because, he, yeah, he obviously, like, called Angelo or whatever. Or Angelo called him back. I thought Angelo was, like, talking to his dad. And that's why I was so confused. And I walk in. He's crying. And I'm like, what's wrong? And he said, Papa, I'll pass it. And so I was, like, I was just in shock. I was so confused. Like, who, what? And then I got on the phone with you. And you said, Papa, I'll pass. And I was like, what happened? And you're like, you dying sleep i think that's the best way to like say it you know the softest but, way to put it yeah just yeah i mean and just I, I obviously couldn't say anything back i was like i have to like, I yeah was, you were like i gotta go click <laughs> yeah i was like i cannot say a word right now well and i was glad that angelo was present 
Yeah, there to be with you. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I didn't call Cassidy with you. No. no. I called you directly. That's because I'm actually kind That's of. Because Cassidy sleeps all the time, but like weird people times. No, I think if you. She takes a. She, she goes to bed at eight thirty. Yeah. No. No. Like no. PM. She gets up at like six, mm-hmm. and she takes a nap from like three to five. Six is late. Who does? I feel like she gets Cassidy. Up like five. Oh, okay. Okay. She gets up like five or six. Takes a nap from like three to five. <laughs> And then does, like, the rest of her stuff throughout the other time. But then she's like, all right, it's 8 p.m. I'm ready to get my jammies and go to bed. And, like, I'm fine with that. But I don't fall asleep until at least midnight. So I can just lay in bed from 8 p.m. to midnight. Now, that being said, if I wake up, I don't ever have to get out of bed. I just can't lay in bed unless Mm -hmm. I'm going to fall asleep where I have been asleep. It's very weird. Yeah. Okay, so I tell me now. I did. How did I tell you? Did I tell you? You, you I called think, me. Yeah. Well, you you called me, left me a voicemail. I called you back. You didn't answer. I called mom because mom said she needed to talk to me as soon as possible. Both of you guys got a hold of me within like an hour of each other, so I knew like shit was real. Like something was going on. Right. Because um, otherwise, you just don't get back. Well, I not he doesn't necessarily. Care. Don't listen necessarily. To me. Don't listen. <laughs> um, so I knew something was going on. So I called you. You didn't answer. I called mom. And mom had enough time to say, like, she was crying. But through the tears, she had said, Levi, I'm so sorry. Your papa has passed. And I said, what? What happened? And I get a beep, beep. And you were calling me. So I swap over to the your line. You tell me. I ask you. You pretty much said the exact same thing. I ask you what happened. You said, we just woke up and he wasn't there and then you're like, like I gotta go I'm talking like, to mom I was like alright I have mom on the other line I, I'll get back to you as soon as I can hung up with you went back to mom and yeah I mean I, from, and then from there I called Nick almost instantly uh, I, yeah I called Nick almost instantly and let him know and then you texted him a couple hours after that I got a feeling. That did you text me first or I text you? You texted him first. I saw you texted me first. I saw that. Okay. okay. Um, and you texted him saying, "Hey, I don't know if you've heard, but it was honestly I got your text like probably thirty minutes after Levi told me, like not long after. Like it was like a doo doo. Yeah, I I had a lot going on as yeah. you can imagine, and it wasn't. Oh yeah, like what you're saying. Like you're like I know I should feel like probably like super devastated and all this but i like know i have to deal with me like not deal with but be there for me and like be the one like calling people letting them know right away like i can't feel the way i would naturally feel because i need to like do these things is that what you meant it is but i don't know what naturally feel is but well i know but like what you would just feel if you socially acceptable like, what you That's would just better. feel if you weren't, like, you didn't feel, like, a responsibility to yeah, do something. Yeah, if you didn't feel the responsibility to save face. Like, if I felt the freedom to just... To, yeah, to just... To just express. Do, yeah. You had to be you had to be there for me, Ma. You had to, you know, you had to... Yeah, so... I've never been in that position where I felt the freedom to just express. Which is which is so strange to, for even like any human being to actually even say that is so weird because like 
in a form, I guess the last point in time that which you truly did that was when you were a kid. And I mean, kid years that you don't even remember, like you're baby. Right, right. right. You're just kicking and screaming. You took my toy. (laughs) Life is over. You know, like doesn't matter how big the situation is. Everything's big. Everything's traumatic. And so you went through that whole phase and. Well, because at that point in your life, somebody taking your toys, the literal no, worst yeah, thing no, that's like, ever happened to you. Like, 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 if I had the hands, like, true. we'd be fighting right now. Like, don't take my hobbies. Yeah. Like, well, um, Baby so real too, eh? l- let me think about this. You're... I had no problem calling Levi directly. And if you'd have been single, I'd have... Yeah, well, you would have called me. You would have had no other option. I'd have called you directly... Uh, but being in a in a marriage, I just felt this obligation. I need to call Angelo because I wanted him to be there for you yeah, when I told true. you. Is know. that a sexist, misogynistic thing? I mean, how do you take that? Do you think? Because I, I, I see you as a very strong woman, strong, independent woman. But dangerous. I felt this need to say. I need to call Angelo and not Kaylee. So what's your thoughts on that? I didn't feel like it was sexist or whatever. Like, I appreciated it, I guess, because then, I don't know, like, yeah, like, he obviously, like, heard you say it beforehand, so he knew, like, why it was about to be upset or whatever. So, yeah, he could be there for me. Like, he could mentally prepare almost for a second, you know? Yeah, I was uh, like to be there to be ready or whatever. So, so if you, if, yeah, and so like those that don't know Angelo, he's he's uh, he's a burly looking guy, right? I mean, he's got the beard. He's he's. I'm not gonna say he's like a, you know, when you say big man, you think this fat guy. Yeah. He's not that. No, he's just manly. Yeah, he's, he's more just, like powerlifter big. Yeah. Well, he does lift a lot. Or at least he used to, right? Do you, yeah. Are you still gymming it up? I went to the gym the other day for the first time in like a year. High five, bro. <laughs> well, but, but he he's he's been going, but yeah. He's been powerlifting like as much as he used to since we met, but yeah. Well, he's kind of distracted now. Yeah. But, All married and But he's that. but he still is like he's still just strong. Like he's just a strong guy, you know, like big, Well, the funny thing is he's also very opinionated. <laughs> <laughs> He's very opinionated, and he knows more about everything than you do. Yeah, he knows a little bit about everything. Uh, but but to your, to your question as to whether or not it's sexist, I think I think because of the what you had said prior about how what we, what we had said about prior about how Kaylee just doesn't answer her phone and doesn't call, like it's you, you want to get that information to her, and you don't want her to read it on Facebook that her grandfather died. So right. you need to get that information to her in the best way you can. Now, you know. But that wasn't my motivation. That 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 did factor into it. That I need to get this to her, but it also my motivation was I want him to be there for her in this time when I thought, well, should I contact Cassidy and say, hey, I'm going to do this. I need you to be there for Levi. It was a different. It was a different mindset for me. Well, and I feel like time spent... I feel like everybody, at least exterior with Levi and Cassidy's situation, not to bring it up, but we're just kind of outside of the bubble. 
so in that sense like even even if it was caroline like that text would feel different because you had a relationship with her like you knew her mom you you there was you talked to her dad like there's more just time spent with these people so like with yeah, levi's significant other because we've all you know, there's a distance anyway so we moved back to vancouver and then so you have the distance between you and levi and then levi's in camas now so i'm not living with him anymore so there's distance between everybody who was closest to him like we're yeah. the closest people to him and we still have that space so that makes complete utter sense that that text would kind of feel well well also <laughs> also that and um like you said, Kaylee and Angelo are married, and you know Angelo, and you like you yeah. really got to spend a lot of time with him. You've seen Cassidy for two days out of the year and a half her and I have been together, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. You, you know yeah. her, but you, and yeah. You know her, and you guys have texted, which is great, but it's also not your you, child's spouse. Do, do you know why I've texted with her? Because. You didn't get back to me. Yes. <laughs> I text her oh, sometimes uh, to find Levi. Go. Just I'm going to actually verify. I need to verify this right now. Put a certification stamp on it. No, we've had conversations. When, you when, were... when, when in here did you send me a text that I did not <laughs> reply? Okay, fine. Fair enough. Uh -huh. You just don't text me. It's fine. Cassidy's your favorite. <laughs> but <laughs> What's the timing on those replies, Levi? The uh, <laughs> but yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I think it, it does feel different. I think same minute, same minute, dick. <laughs> I'm the asshole. You think it feels different? Well, I think it's just different because, like, like they were kind of saying, like, you kind of like you're closer with Angel, not closer, but like you just know him. Well, I, I would say closer, yeah. I would say closer, right? yeah. Just like, life's yeah. going that direction, like, so. And then, time. <laughs> I don't know, maybe it is a sexist thing. I don't feel like it is, but like I think it's a, okay. it's a thing of. A, I don't like, feel like it's a sexist thing, but maybe it is a sexist thing. But like, just like, like I don't, I don't like, know. I don't, like he, the I don't question know. of it being a sexist thing is is. I feel like that implicates more sexism than the, than the it fact itself, that, yeah. right? Because yeah, like the whole situation was more of like a. I don't. I'd call it more of a, like a fatherly emergency. Uh, <laughs> Intelligence. Yeah. It's literally like, like fatherly emergency intelligence. Like, there's like, how's the fastest way I can get this to Ooh. my daughter? Like, because you, like, like he said, you don't want Robbie McIntyre, one of the 150 people we didn't recognize today, going, oh, I miss Jack. And you're like, what yeah. the blank happened? He's, you, he's, in, that, he's in Ottawa. Yeah. What are you, <laughs> Jack's right. kicking it, you know? Well, well, and that was my fear. And the other fear was that... Um, well, because I've heard of like that happened to my friends and whatnot, you know? Or uh, Cassidy was telling me a story about how a girl on her swim team, uh, her mom had passed away from cancer. So, obviously, like they knew it was happening. But what she found out, because one of the, the other swim moms heard about it and came up to her in the morning and was like, I'm so sorry to hear about your mother... And she had just woken up, so she didn't know her mom passed away overnight. Wow. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Like, could you, could you imagine you found out that, like, your loved one passed away overnight through a random, like, not necessarily a random mom, because it was a teen mom, but it was, it was, it's not. Still, that's. It's not your family's telling you. Right. And that was my, <clears throat> my fear was that. I didn't post on it for a while. Other I people still haven't. Well, other people in family did, and 
I mean, I got a lot of people. I mean, for me, I have a lot of people that follow me on social media. It's so. It's because he's Scotty pimping. Yeah. I'm Scotty pimping. But um, not as much as a lot of people. But my point being that even when some of my extended family started posting, I start getting these messages. And I, yeah, and I, I literally, well, I mean, they're, they're friends who have a lot of good intention. Yeah. And uh, I'm sitting there looking at my brother. I'm like, did you post anything about this yet? He's like, no. So how are these people knowing? Yeah. And somebody's posted someplace. Exactly. Yeah. Like, how did that swim team mom know before her right. own? Right. Yeah. Like, someone. And I feel like people should have more respect than that, maybe. Like. But see, they feel they're being very respectful. Yeah. They feel they are, but like. Because because know. to them, it's basically, it's, a very, pub- it's a very public way to, to tell somebody that you're sorry and you love them. Yeah. But like the fact that the why it's public and why people do it online, it's the same reason why on Mother's Day you post pictures of your mom and say how she's the greatest woman you've ever known in your entire life instead of going to take her out to dinner. It's because you care about more about the likes and the shares the and attention. the retweets mm-hmm. than you actually. I, I don't want to say then you care then about your you, mother, not you. But no. like, no, I know the you, person. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, like, no. Yeah, like it's. Like I, that reminds me. I feel like you could word the quote because you know every quote. But that reminds me of the Donald quote. If what is it? It's like never keep a secret. It's like tell everybody everything because everybody's gonna figure out everything anyway. Something like that. Yeah. It's. Do you want me to give the actual quote? Yeah. Like, don't <laughs> give the quote, please. Like. Um, he's like. Mm, roll back in the dictionary. Yeah, what quote the, are we talking about? Books? Oh, it's it, it, it's from it's from this uh, it's from an album by. Donald Glover, Crouch Gambino, called Camp, uh, and the final song. Okay, slow down. I Donald know. Glover, Crouch Gambino. No, his okay, name so is Donald there, Glover. There's there is an actor, writer, rapper, comedian. He, he, he is considered the Renaissance man Playboy. of the modern era. <laughs> I'm sure. He, is, his name is Donald Glover. Yeah. He also goes by the uh, singer songwriter name of Childish Gambino. No, there's another actor named last name Glover. Danny Glover. So is this his who, son? He or? tells yeah. everybody this, but they, he's never actually met Danny Glover. <laughs> <laughs> never met but he, he tells everybody, yeah, Danny Glover's my dad, just because. Just why, why not? Right? Why not? Let's just yeah. go with it. Um, so that's like when I was a kid. My my father's birth name is Norman Bridwell. Because my Jack. Right. And that's a whole new story. But Norman Bridwell is the author of the Big Red Dog. <gasps> Yeah, as a kid, as a kid, uh, when you know, I would tell people the librarian. My papa's name is well, my dad's name is Norman Bridwell. The the librarians at the school would be like, Bridwell, do you know Norman Bridwell? I was like, well, yeah, that's my grandpa. (laughs) And they're like, oh my god, (laughs) (laughs) can you bring him in? Come in. (laughs) He just okay. Are you eighteen? All right, guys. He. That would have been funny. I can bring in his one thumb for show and tell. I guess. Okay, you, you can't drop the one thumb on a podcast with people who don't know Papal. Yes, I can. And not explain it. So my grandfather used to be a professional speed texter. <laughs> and uh, wow. one time in, in 1998. Which one of you guys came up with that? In, in 1998, during the Texas World Championships of speed texting, Touch my grandfather was going exist. up against Johnny Two Thumbs Malone. <laughs> 
And uh, this is where really, you know, the, the whole second thumb came into play. Papa was yeah. going so fast. The fourth quarter, you know. That, yeah, it was, it was the final the final countdowns, you know. They're, they're, they're going from word perfect and accuracy. And Papa just whittled his thumb down to just a little nub. And it, it honestly, it, it brings to light the dangers of speed texting. And we don't talk about this enough as a society. Okay, was this before smartphones? Was this T9 texting? Or was this, this before? Oh, yeah, yeah. T9. That's, and, and that makes sense. It was, it was, it was, it was <laughs> grooves in the button, so it was like more friction. You had, yeah, you had to press it three times yeah, to get yeah. to, to the letter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it, and the, like, each button had an individual groove on it, so like the blind could still tell like who exactly. they're calling. Do you know how many kids don't know Mary, T9 like, texting? How many buttons does kids I don't Blackberry care about? Though. <laughs> that was the thing. Right. Yeah. Do what? The Blackberry. Like, that's because he was talking about speed texting. And, like, one time my mom handed me her phone and it was a Blackberry. And I was just like, I'd never seen so many small buttons. But... It was a full QWERTY oh, keyboard. It was a full yeah. keyboard. It was a full QWERTY keyboard. All the buttons were, like, angled. And, like, and... Yeah, all the buttons had their own, like, little, like Levi was saying. Like, the blind could use it because it had its own little braille on it. And they're all their own shapes. But, like, when you're texting, you're just like just firing off <laughs> right but but you're gonna so here's the thing um you guys don't know the childhood i grew up with right i mean when i talk about having a landline and no answering machine and busy signals yeah and rotary dial those are all stories or nostalgia to you i mean we did have a landline growing up and i still remember the phone number for it well, that's right, you did. 8288. And your number was 666. The, well, and so I got this phone number. We ordered a phone number, and so they gave us the number 666. I'm like, I'll take it. <laughs> and so, that was the number four of the church. <laughs> well, and then uh, some people at the church is like, oh, if you call and request it, they'll change it. And I'm like, I ain't scared. They <laughs> were changing it. Did you know that there's uh, the, the number eight in like Chinese culture? brings on good luck and there was a Chinese telephone number that was strictly the number eight just however many numbers they need yeah. to have to make up with their phone numbers it, it was, was just, just all eights it sold for millions of dollars well did you know you don't own a phone number here in the United States no you don't you don't own anything you, no yeah <laughs> this is America well the, it's Planet like that remember that song 8675309 yeah about Jenny Right. I know Jenny. You know Jenny. Jenny on the we block. Got her Jenny from the block. Well, uh, people would get that number. You got her number? Yep. So people would get that number and they would try to sell it. So I've got this number, you know, 423 8675. 309. 309. It says a whole song about it. Right. So people would get this number and try to sell it. So you, you want that number. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll sell it to you. Everyone will call you. You don't own your phone number. Mm. No, you can't. You can't transfer phone numbers like that. Well, you can port you can phone numbers. Kinda, but it's not but like a, I guess not like a license. I can't like sell you my phone number. Well, it could be like some under the phone, table. Right? It could be some under the table, Maybe under the table stuff. sort of stuff, oh, and right. I just like AOL it over to you, and then it's a whole deal. But 
but yeah, but that was the big game as a kid is you'd dial your area code in that number and find out where it rang. <laughs> in the state of Washington, it used to ring to, like if you dialed 360, yeah. and you dialed that number, which I can't remember right now, 8675309, it used to ring to a, uh, a school in Washington. Oh. Yeah, it rang to, it was like a university. Cool. It was like, it rang into it like a they university. They just like automatically hang up. Well, I think they had something going on there, which was, you know, I mean, once you own that number. You got to deal with the shit that comes with. Right. And have fun with it. Yeah. Honestly, they probably actually was... have someone working there, like, named Jenny. Yeah. So. Like, can I speak to Jenny? Yeah, she's been getting a lot of calls lately. <laughs> you know what would be funny is, like, this is Jenny. Yeah. <laughs> Whoever is the voicemail. This is calling. This is Jenny. How may I help you? Because uh, like a rapper did that actually not too recently, but I think a few years ago. I don't remember what artist it was, but oh. he put it. Yeah, he wraps his actual phone number and it's just real like people text it like because they hear the song and it's him like it's, it's him. He never changed it. Never That's changed crazy. it. Was it Soldier Boys Kiss Me Through the Phone? Oh. No. Six seven eight triple nine eight two one two. I just hope not. <laughs> I really miss that song now. Oh, it was a, it was, a it was a banger. Dude. I know it was not Soldier Boy's song. I have no clue what that song is. You never heard? Yeah, it's because you're old. It's probably it's probably not a song. So so we talk about that. That's where I was going. That conversation as things that you're familiar with today. I'm looking at my cigarettes. Oh. Okay. What are you gonna be? What do you, what do you think you'll be trying to explain to your kids? You know, like I tell oh, you about. Yeah. Uh, you know what the remote control was when I was a kid? You. He's like walking up. It was to a knob the on the on the TV, and you would do it. No, it was my dad going to the front door, opening up on Scott. I come in. He'd sit down, change the channel. That's Nick's everyday life. His <laughs> dad would. Life. Okay, so at, at, when we were kids, Nick Nick's house was maybe like a five minute bike ride away. Uh, Nick would be at my house, sitting on the couch, we'd be playing video games, and he'd get a phone call, and get home, and Nick's dad would be like, "Nick, move my shoes." Like that's it. That's all he wanted him to do. Would move his move. Nick Nick's dad wanted Nick to move his dad's shoes from his feet to the bedroom. <laughs> his feet? Wow, wow. And I love this man to death. While Ronnie Wright sat on the couch. Like, just process this. <laughs> That's pretty good like, he didn't even he didn't even move. He no. just picked up his phone. No, that, that's literally it. Like, I, I literally all be Camus all the way in Tennessee. It doesn't matter. It'll be like, is this your skateboard on my driveway? <laughs> Dad, who else rides a skateboard? <laughs> so it is your skateboard. Yes, so Dad, we agree that this is your skateboard. <laughs> so this is all your fault. Yes, Dad. I need you to clean up the skateboard right now. Dad, I am 2,700 miles away. I don't care. <laughs> figure it out. Make it happen. Let's Better go. figure it out. <laughs> snap, snap. Like, just, what? Like, what? He's like, there's a mess here. So yeah, back to your original here. topic. Uh, Papa's funeral was weird. Uh, <laughs> took a turn. <laughs> Yeah, that, it was weird. Uh, it was weird for me. I, mean, I didn't bury my dad. How? How? When I haven't buried him yet. No. Yeah. Tomorrow. He's still kicking it. Or is it the day after tomorrow? No, it's well, tomorrow. Like, we bury him tomorrow. Yeah. And See, with my great-grandfather, it was a longer step because he was ex-military. You probably know about this anyway. 
but it was like the church wake and then next day was the military wake or like everybody wake and then the next day was the third wake and the fourth day we buried him it was three funerals in a row it was i've wow. i've Pretty. seen that happen here where uh and they even offered that at the funeral home where we could have a viewing of the body monday night tuesday night wednesday night <laughs> i mean they offered that and i'm like uh Please, no. Oh, I... Here's what happened. I went to... Uh, obviously, Mom wants Chris and I, and Chris is my brother, to go to the uh, funeral home to help make arrangements, pick out coffins, do stuff like that. <laughs> and, uh... I'm getting sleepy. It's late. <laughs> and I... I midnight, you're weak. <laughs> right? So I go down there, and... And I mind you, as a minister, I've been many a funeral, many a funeral. I've been in that room many a time when they're picking out coffins or going through the whole thing. This one was way different. Yeah. And so at one point, I'm like, eh, I'm out of here. So I get up and I walked outside. I was gonna walk across, go to the museum because I like the museum. Is that the museum you took me and Angela to? Yeah. With all, they had all the quilts. Yeah, that's the one where I okay. never have to pay to go into. You took Kaylee to the museum, but you never, like, in the four months Nick and I lived here, you never once were like, hey, let's go see the museum that my stuff is in. Hey, Levi, are we Yeah. You? <laughs> 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 I thought I took one of like you guys. Like <laughs> dating Jamie. I spent most of my time with Scott. We were God. buddies. We were kicking it every day. So <laughs> I was never invited. <laughs> Just he actually wasn't. <laughs> yeah, so, you weren't. So we went and did that, and um, so I just left. I'm like, I'm not. I don't want to be here. <laughs> so a lot of stuff they talked about in there. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, that's probably yeah. awkward. Who's this? Honestly, I'm assuming it's Mammoth. I don't know. That's pretty. <laughs> <laughs> they found a belt. So we're doing the podcast, not in my studio. In a laundry room. <laughs> it's in our laundry room. We thought about doing it outside, which I really would have enjoyed. Yeah, and I was wondering why we didn't do it outside. Well, it's because the uh, oh, there's humidity. one plug-in outside. Oh. And is it's, humidity bad for your like laptop and all your equipment and stuff? Uh, no, I, don't know. It's fine. I can't imagine it being that bad. I mean, it's not huh. like actual rain. Can't be yeah. good for it. Yeah. Well, is anything good for anything? And right, and the AC yeah. kicks on, and it's really loud it's out there. Loud right there, yeah. Yeah, it's just yeah. kind of like seeing the. Yeah, like on my old my old iPhone, I have like recordings of me rapping on the porch, and like 15 minutes into it, every time it was here, and it's literally just the AC. Like, yeah. And I'm sitting 20 feet away from it. Like, it doesn't matter. Just completely clouds out all sound. Right. <laughs> so the. The next process for me was, you know, after I contact you guys and tell you about Papa's death, the next process is, oh, now what? You know, so we come down here. We, well, not down here. We go down to Ziegler Funeral Home. Zig Ziggler's funeral. <laughs> well, it wasn't Zig Ziggler's, but similar. I and, had some uh, Zig Ziggler shoes, though. Right. And we. That's true. They go through the whole process. I leave because I don't want to be there. Um, I did decide that, okay, I need to figure this out. So if I get hit by a bus tomorrow, I don't want you two having to figure this stuff out. Oh, so you're out of will? I have nothing like, to will. <laughs> oh, you have my microphones. <laughs> He's like, I'm working on it. You want a pack of marbs? <laughs> right. 
Um, Smoke up, boyo. <laughs> but I did decide, you know, at some point, I need to put one of you guys on the bank account, if not both of you. So if, so if I get something happens, you can have access to it. Uh, or worse, worse, worse than me dying, say I get like... Turned into a, a fruit? Yeah, a vegetable. Vegeta- <laughs> fruit. You're already fruit a cake? fruit. But what's the difference, honestly? Yeah. <laughs> Same thing. Yeah. Neither of them are, ma- are animated. Tomato, so tomato. Apples don't make faces at you. Same pick me. Like, that's not... So, yeah. Those are fruit, right? What is a fruit? Tomatoes are fruit. That makes ketchup smoothies. No. Okay. No, never mind. Sugar smoothies. Get out of here. Why why, why wouldn't a ketchup be a smoothie then? That's disgusting. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, let's let's make this the new podcast. You don't like ketchup? I like ketchup, but it's not a smoothie. I despise it. What if you chill it? (laughs) And put a bendy straw in it. Can put I a bendy straw in it. That's while actually I'm on a podcast, slightly nauseous. While, while, I'm, while I'm speaking to the nation, uh, Portland oh, ketchup is everything. quality ketchup. Honestly, Portland ketchup. <laughs> you like that? The ketchup. You don't? How do you not like it? It tastes like you're eating a tomato. Like if it's uh, the one I'm thinking of, no, I don't like it. It's like it's it's kind of thick. Does it? It's in a weird looking bottle. It's no, like a it's just bottle. like a, it's kind of like a regular shaped bottle. Yeah, it's kind of round and goes up like a yeah. like a small milk bottle almost. Yeah, yeah, kind of. No, oh. I don't like it. Because it doesn't taste like how, ketchup. How does it feel to be wrong? What are you talking? He's just saying it doesn't taste like ketchup. No, he said it doesn't taste good. He doesn't mm. like it because he's referring it to ketchup. It's like when I was on the plane yesterday. And I drank a giant sip of water thinking it's my freaking beer. And the water was the grossest thing ever because I thought it was beer. No, I, I do I do understand I that because, that. like, I love Sprite. Kaylee was just but laughing think at that me. She was just literally laughing water. at me. I was just and like, face no, water. I, I it tastes so feeling. weird. Yeah, you, you, you got your mouth all ready for orange did. juice and it's... Sunny D. <laughs> yeah. Sunny D tastes like somebody who only read about what orange juice is supposed to taste like. You used to like Sunny D growing up. Yeah, that's because all kids are just like, oh, sugar. Like, it doesn't... It is is like... It's like sweet sweet orange juice. Yeah, but like... It's It's like really sweet. It tastes like baby medicine. Like, I swear. But even orange juice isn't good for you. No, yeah, actually. You're just drinking a bunch of concentrated sugar with orange juice. Now, I'm not saying don't drink orange juice. juice. Yeah, a lot of fruit juices are just sugar. Yeah. Tropicana, don't come after us. Um, <laughs> I don't think Tropicana is a juice. Yeah, they Well, that's really a company. Count. That's yeah, a company. They, yeah, yeah, yeah Tropicana itself is in the juice. No, that's my fault. Probably on the juice. <laughs> right. I. I <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, well, and, and even like juicing was real big, but all you're doing is you're breaking down basically just down to the sugars. Trying to say eating a banana or like eating fruit, like eating it is different than drinking it. And I'm like, that does not even make any sense. So, like, something happens when you like blend it up, like, you're not getting the same stuff in it or something. I'm like, your husband, it wasn't my husband. That sounds like some fake news. It was something he was listening to, and we were both like, this is bullshit. Like, (laughs) this is so dumb. Like, the only thing I could think of is that, like, you lose the mechanical part of you, like, chewing it. So, like, you lose, like, the the mouth workout. 
Okay. Like that's that's like literally like, that's the only thing that logically makes so sense. So the amino like, acids from the mouth workout changes yeah, like, the chemical structure ooh, of the food going yeah, into your maybe, gut. Maybe like there's a gut salivic, biome. There's a salivic, you know, intra intra. Yeah. Venous. Oh yeah, I feel like they <laughs> salivic intravenous. Are you making words well, up? Well, like yes. most definitely. Well, like, like 100%. Do you remember Kaylee when um? Levi had it like his made up language. Oh, yeah. Panchonios, dude. <laughs> Do you remember his mom told him that one day going down the road? Levi. Stop making up words. <laughs> so long, Panchonios. <laughs> 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 Have you even used that word lately? Come on. Panchonios. Get it back in your, get it back in your vocab. I know, right? Do you have a was, definition for that? Well, yeah. Can you even find that was, and use it in it a was, sentence? <laughs> Nice hugging underwear, right? <laughs> that was also doubled as pantyhose, <laughs> made out of Cheerios. <laughs> Thus the O's at the end. Panchonios. That's the worst idea. <laughs> I was six. Was that? The, I well, feel like, like honestly, you just made up that definition just at, now. No, no, no. At, at six years old, I thought of a vetable underwear. <laughs> 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 I don't know. Like, I feel like that's. We're I mean, not like necessarily impressive, okay. but like it's definitely well, well, like okay. It wasn't a first. It was edible, but who said it was enticing? You chose Cheerios. You know, would you buy Cheerios if you were at the store? It just rolls, Panchonios. I, 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 I don't. I, I, I would. I would. Panchonies don't work. Pen, panchotis. No, we didn't work here. No, like. Panchoni yeah. bites, pancho puffs, pancho puffs, pancho puffs. That don't work. Panchonios works. Yeah, Panchonios is no, but dead. you would be talking to him. You're in a conversation. He's talking, and he's saying straight up, legit English words. Then all of a sudden, what? <laughs> he just got this made up language. Do you know that there? Did twins? you guys have imaginary friends? Yeah. Uh, I feel like no, I gave my... I was psychologically stable as a child. Yeah, I feel like I... I, feel like the, older, I th- the older I got, the more showed up. So I don't... I think we need to look into that one. Uh, did you? I, I like, heard about, like, imaginary friends, so I gave myself imaginary friends, but they didn't last. I, like, forgot about them or something. Were you just a jerk and they went away, or...? No, I just... So who was your imaginary friend that you gave yourself? I had like a really small one, like it was a really small person. <laughs> I don't remember what. So like, you thought of a leprechaun. Like a midget, midget. Like a really tiny person. Like, like a gnome. Like a little, like this big person. Oh. Like, like I had like a like tiny. Indian in the cupboard. Yes. Okay. You had an Indian in the cupboard. Like, I had tiny little Angel, friends, well, and they had a car. Boy or girl? It was a. I, I think it was like a boy named Tom or something. A like, boy named Tom so who had a dumb. car. I don't know. Was it like a that hot was real? Wheel? I remember him. He was uh, the guy who started Facebook. <laughs> An inch. MySpace. 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 Tom. Sorry, I'm old. He was all, all first friend. You know, he he, he came to us all in our so time. So you guys all had MySpace. Yes, yeah. I did. I remember I made a MySpace. It was so much. Better and then I'm sorry. Like no, MySpace was hot because you could have like a profile song and you could customize your background and everything. I miss that. Yeah, that was that was that was dope. Like when people yeah. click on your page, they get a hundred percent whatever the blank you are. Like, yeah, whatever you liked. Yeah, now, as that. a kid, I I always rotated between backgrounds of Playboy bunnies and Crown Royal, and I didn't participate in either of them because I was like twelve. But I just thought it was badass. Um, I do remember though when I did make a MySpace. 
I found dad and then tried to add him and then I deleted it and then he called me and was like, did you make a MySpace? And I was like, no. Because I thought he was gonna like be mad at me for making a MySpace at like 12 years old. So I was like, no, why? He's like, well, cause you just tried to add me on MySpace. <laughs> and so like, so like in dad's mind, he was probably just trying to figure out like who's stealing my 12 year old's identity. And I'm like over here shitting bricks because I think my dad's gonna like kill me cause I'm trying to make a social media without his permission. Like, <laughs> did I ever kill you? Um, yeah. Well, like in a legal definition, no, I'm still here breathing. So I think we also have nine lives. <laughs> Because Papo definitely used up all his lives. <laughs> True. Like, literally. 100%. 100%. Well, like, he used up three just trying to start a chainsaw. He did. Just trying it to was, start a chainsaw. Yeah. So I you remember when we were trying to clean out, like, all the trees from the barn down down below? Yeah. The secondary yeah. barn? Yeah. He he was sitting there for 15 minutes trying to start this damn chainsaw. Obviously, it wasn't going to start. Like it wasn't a fucking spark plug in it. Or no, something. yeah. Something like, was wrong with it. <laughs> like, but he yeah. sat there for 15 minutes just yanking on this rip On the back of the ring. Like, just, yeah, just, just sitting there yanking on it. And he's getting like blood red in the face. There's sweat just pouring down. And we're like, Papa, do you want to like rotate out? Like let us pull? And he's like, no, it's fine. I got it. Like, but it got to the point to where he had to take breathing breaks. Like, yeah, he, literally, he, like, he like had to take a break. And we're like, just let us try it or accept that it's not going to turn on. He's like, oh, heck, he'll get it. And did it have fuel? Oh, we don't know. We didn't get close enough to the It didn't start. That's all I know. Like, <laughs> it never worked. Did you turn it off and back on? That's a fair question. We Very fair. Question. We'll get back You're to you. You're waiting for a chainsaw to reboot. <laughs> I tried buffer. It's worth it. Did you update it? <laughs> yeah, you know, did it have an update? I, you know, I tried to download more RAM. Uh, but you can't download RAM. That's the joke. It was in the back of a RAM. It was in the back of a RAM. <laughs> I, you know, I just tried to like put the truck on top of the chainsaw and hope that you can just insert more. Did the chainsaw ever get started? I don't know. Is the tree still there? <laughs> that That's a serious question. That wasn't sarcastic. I know. We, we can go look. <laughs> so the tree's gone. Then clearly it started. Make note in the morning. We'll go check look. tree. We didn't turn the down. That was too much work. Pavel was having a heart attack when we started a chainsaw. I wasn't going to bring more metal to this. You know, and, and um. Mom, you see, in the two years I've been here, he'd be out there doing stuff in the heat and working really hard. And she'd be like, he shouldn't be out there doing that. He's going to die. And I'm like, he's going to have a heart attack. And I was, I always just felt that, you know what? I'd rather him be out there doing something he's enjoying doing that he wants to do than sitting in here moping because he can't be out there doing what he wants to do. Yeah. Well, like one of the first things... Hi. Nick and I even said to each other after we found out that Papa had passed, was we were surprised that it happened while he was in his, like while he was asleep. Oh yeah, I figured he got I run over by a bull. <laughs> this man, this man yeah, got anything. kicked in the chest by a horse, right? <laughs> With a major heart problem. With a major heart problem. Felt and him, roof. not the horse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the horse is healthy as a horse. Uh, <laughs> he has eight stents. Yeah. And Jeez. he fell through the roof of a barn not long in either direction of this horse. I don't remember which happened first. You think it's fine? But um, you can go to the bathroom. It's okay. No, I just at the door. Yeah, Levi, oh. just giving people permission to do human things. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Can I have a hall pass? Can I have a hall pass? <laughs> <laughs> 
It's, it, it is weird, though, that you have to request to go to the bathroom in, like, standard public schools, and then the next month after you graduate, you're, like, a legal adult, and you have to you make kill decisions. <laughs> like, it doesn't, it doesn't make any sense that, like, a month ago I had to ask to go pee. You have to ask me but, to go pee, you can't buy cigarettes, uh, but you can go fight for your country. And die. And die. Miserably. Uh, but you're not an adult. But, yeah, you can't, can't go to the bathroom without permission. Um, no, I was just Even getting surprised. struck by lightning. Like, if Papa got struck by lightning, I would have believed it. That would have made more sense. I literally would have believed it. Just, just, just the fact. On, the fact. Rain. <laughs> just. Well, he, that, he'd have survived that. Yeah. You survived. You're exactly. <laughs> I, you know, home, you know? <laughs> you know uh, Teddy Roosevelt. I think, one I think Teddy speed Roosevelt <laughs> passed away in his sleep. And uh, somebody said uh, that he had to pass away in his sleep because it was the only way the devil could catch him. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, that I makes sense. That. I love that. Like, why didn't you tell me that before I did the funeral? That's awesome. I, cause yeah, you should have said that at the funeral. Dude, people probably would have passed out. <laughs> I know some. The real devout ones they probably would have dropped. Up, probably. I, I, I was talking to Nick. I was talking to uh, Nick and my cousin Zach during the funeral, and you know, because when you're part of the family, you stand up next to the casket as people walk past you and they come shake your hand and tell you that they're sorry for your loss and apparel deal um and i i leaned over to zach and i was like telling him like, you know this doesn't feel real and he's like i know what if papa was just playing a trick on us he just like sat up and was like, ah! <laughs> yeah and i was like at least three people would die and he would get punched in the face <laughs> well, well no he said at least three people would die then i'm like yeah mamma would kill papa yeah papa would like re-die <laughs> he would re-die no, yeah man <laughs> Mamo would pop up, pop or Papa would pop up. Mamo would punch him in the face. She would then have a heart attack. After getting yeah, and blowing. <laughs> well, I was proud of all you guys because, uh, and I even told your mother's, uh, your mother this that uh, she said was. Um, that proved it. Huh? Our lie in eighth grade. Our no. mothers. Our mothers. <laughs> My mother. Right, we'll come back to that. <laughs> I told her that uh, she said, were the kids there for your mom? And I said, they all stood up there right beside her. Yeah. And uh, and if they all weren't there, uh, and go to this granular of a detail because we're texting, if they all weren't there at one time, but they were they were all, for the most part, for almost three hours. Yeah, there, there was a steady rotation between all the grandkids Nick was up there because Nick's pretty much an honorary grandkid, and then uh, Chris and Dad. Like, it, there's a, a constant rotation between us all, uh, standing up there, you know, receiving people, you know, well wishing folks. And what about her? Mamo? She, she stood there the whole time. Ma- no, 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 she didn't oh, sit. Goodness. She stood. The woman who broke her back. The woman who broke her back climbing a fence. She told me not to climb because I'd fall and break my back. And me, who had a broken back. At the time. At the time. Uh, <laughs> she climbed because the pe- pecans were bigger on the other side of the fence. But she climbed the gate. Right. That could open so she could walk through. Are you kidding? No, no I'm no, dead serious. I can show that's you. That's not where she gate. fell. Oh, it's not? No. Okay, okay I'm wrong. I'm wrong. Okay. Let the record show. Okay. Because <laughs> I'm like, that's okay. I'm, I ma- I'm mad. I thought it was the gate. Yeah, honestly. Because when me and Levi were No, 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 no. It was a panel gate. 
that she was climbing over, but it wasn't the gate that opens. Okay. It was a gate that was put up where that woven wire fence is now. Oh. So she was climbing over that and fell and broke her back. And then she was mad at me because I didn't take her to the house. I took her to the emergency room. Mamma could be mad at you about anything at any given point in time. Right. And then when we got to the emergency room and she got the x-rays, she was like, you probably should have called an ambulance. And I said, I actually offered to call an ambulance. <laughs> and you said no. You're <laughs> mad at me over that? <laughs> and we're here now without the ambulance figure, so. <laughs> right. We're here, right? No, and she's she's tough. I mean, she stood up yeah, there with so... all the medical conditions that she has. Oh, my stood God. Up. The grieving that she's been going through. I and mean, she's been grieving. Really, yeah, I was really proud of her. I kept wanting her to sit down. I wanted her to, like, take a break. Like, at least, like, a five-minute break or something. She's like, no. Well, it got two hours in it, and I was like, I haven't seen Mamma drink a liquid since I've seen her. So, like, I was like, somebody give her water. We were were trying to push water onto her. I know. I kept handing her her water bottle, and she just set it back down. Yeah, she would fiddle with it for a few minutes and then just set it back down. Like she, she, I don't think she yeah. ever took the cap off that bottle. I, think I saw her drinking water yeah, she, once. When she was taking her, her pills. Yeah. And she was sitting down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. At that point. Well, cause someone else, I don't know who it was, one of, one of the old white haired ladies was like, she needs to sit down. And I was like, thank you. I've been trying to say that. And so she finally did sit down for a minute, but she was trying to hug people and like, Stand with Papa. Stand, yeah, she wanted to be right there by him, and like I understand that. And we had that bar one, but the seat was so tiny on it, my butt doesn't even fit on it. It's not gonna fit <laughs> and, on it. And also with with you know a, a busted back up, or anything. Yeah, with a busted up back and it's just being a bar stool. Yeah, you know, there's there's nothing to rest up against it for her. So mm. yeah, she did really good. Okay, so back to the story that Dad said that we were gonna touch on. Uh, in, in, <laughs> in eighth grade. Oh, it's great. Nick, Nick and I. I'm no managed, longer the host of the show. Yes. Nick and I managed. You're gonna be the research boy by the end. Nick of and this. I managed to convince our entire eighth grade science class, seventh now, and eighth actually, seventh and eighth. Now our eighth grade class was the pre-AP class, so in we were theory, smart, apparently. In theory, we were smart we're kids. Pre-smart. Yeah, we're now, pre-smart. Pre-smart. Because you guys can't see us, Nick is uh, black I'm and I am, I am, I am, I am white. <laughs> Now, my father is so white that you can see the blood pumping underneath his skin, so he kind of looks a little red. Uh, He's kind of angry all the time. And Nick's mom is a rather light-skinned woman. I'm not angry anymore. Not anymore. You do look angry. You still look pissed. No, you don't. But. Don't listen to that. But. Regardless. Yeah. You don't look angry. Regardless. You just look like you're So Nick's mom is a very uh, light-skinned woman, and uh, we managed to convince people that Nick was his parents' child, and I was the product of Nick's mom and my dad. Yes. <laughs> because you do have a darker complexion than most yes. white kids. Yeah, yeah, He yeah, looks yeah. like a I, Mexican. I, well, like, my, my, on my mom's side of the family, there's a lot of Hispanic uh, lineage, so, you know. People and, and called my, him a cholo in high school. My, my dad, my <laughs> dad being <laughs> very white and Nick's He's mom wearing, being very light-skinned, you know, Nick's <laughs> mom being very light-skinned, it was, it was possible... I guess but polo button for me to be <laughs> half black. <laughs> we managed to convince our entire class who had just gone over genetics, <laughs> like in how genetic processing works in class, 
Was this it, before we lost our teacher that actually taught us stuff? It's yeah, yeah, yeah. But whooped for telling the okay. teacher that this teacher was waves on the East Coast. This teacher told try to tell me that the East Coast was flat. Like the ocean and the East Coast is flat. Same class. Because there's no like crustal ridge or crustal trench, and so there's no waves on the eastern seaboard. Which sat, which is just bullshit. And I so I raised my hand and I was like, hey, like I'm I, giggling. Like that like that's not right. Like people will surf in Miami. Like you can't how are you gonna say that? And so it's our sixth period too. Yeah, so she like, she yeah, told me I was right, wrong. I'm right. like, no, that doesn't sound right. She calls dad. I get in trouble with dad because I argued with a teacher. Um, then, then, one day we had to staple assignments up onto a poster board, so up against the wall. I I was going to staple my assignment. And I grabbed a stapler off her desk. She looks at me and says, "Hey, that stapler is broken. Don't use it." Well, the way it was broken, staplers have the little latch on them to keep them at their little 90 degree an- or their little angle so, you, you know, they yeah. pop back they up. Staple. <laughs> that, that latch was broken so the stapler could either be fully closed or fully opened, you know, but like it could still yeah. staple. Yeah, you just... I stapled it up to the wall, which is all I needed it to do. Which, and then I put the stapler back. Actually, it being broken made it easier to staple it to the wall. Oh, I remember. Open it all the yeah, way up. Because it could yeah. open all the way up, so it didn't matter. I remember posting. Like, she then grabbed the stapler and came after me. Now, I wasn't even the last person to use it. She came after me and was like, Levi, why is my stapler broken? I was like, didn't well, I don't know why it's actually broken, but we just talked about this five minutes ago about how it was broken it was and broken. it wouldn't latch. And she's like, no, you broke my stapler. And I said, no. No. Once again, <laughs> you had just told me that the stapler was broken before I set it down. Now, the quietest girl in our class, she she hardly ever talked to except to her friends. Uh, she was even like, uh, excuse me. Um, she backed Levi up. Yeah, she's like, she's like, uh, excuse me, party, party me, uh, ma'am. You, you actually did tell him that the stapler was broken. She turned and looked at the girl and said, "Be quiet. It's not about you." And I was like, hundred percent true. hundred percent true." She's, she's validating my story. So then I got kicked out, sent to, sent to ISS, and then dad. What's got ISS? Called in, school in school suspension. suspension. This is before the I, waves, though. This I got is before the. Yeah, waves. this is before the whole waves. And technically, One, I got him in trouble. Yeah, he he raised his hand and asked questions, but I started talking shit immediately, like because she was just like, "Yeah, there's no oceanic crest on the eastern coast, so there's absolutely no waves." And I was like, "Honestly, though, this teacher did have it out for me because one day I walked into class, the the second bell hadn't even <laughs> start rang yet. It's like so so there's two bells. Um, yeah, the the, bell. the first bell, you know, obviously tells you your class is over, go to your next class, and the second bell says, "Hey." class has started and you're late yeah and that you're late i walked in between the two bells so technically it's still passing period yeah i walk in i see nick is on the other side of the room i hadn't seen him for a couple periods but i had something of his in my backpack so i'm like hey nick i have your levi get out you're disrupting the class literally but the bell hasn't even rang it you're disrupting my class I was like, okay. She's like, go to security. I walk to security. I sit down and I was talking to Ben. He was the security guard at the time. Who was, was very like, familiar Ben, with I got kicked out of class because I was dip- disrupting class. He's like, what do you mean? And then the second bell rang. <laughs> and he was like, oh, you mean the class that just now started? And I was like, yeah. He was like, 
all right, you're not in trouble, but you can hang out here as long as you want. Like, <laughs> by the way, the next closest door was yeah, school the, suspensions. So. Yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> ISS was right next door to my science class, so it didn't matter. <laughs> you're just like, you're not in trouble. I'm not going to put this down in any paperwork. Just just sit and read or whatever. I don't care. But like, That was cool. Uh, no. It wasn't cool. <laughs> it, was it was cool very cool. Dude, it was cool of him to be that way. Yes, yes. Yeah. That that was cool. Not not because yeah, that's Mrs. Just, McGregor. That's just wrong. And for some reason, I think like it was really weird because it was kind of almost, almost like the first like moment in my life where I was conscious enough with my memory and also conscious enough with people to notice that like everything can be flip flop. Because at first I thought like mm-hmm. people, you know would be racist or super aggressive or stuff like that towards me and it was really hilarious to me because i had already been best friends with levi for a guap at this point or at least in my head a guap which guap guap means a long time or a, a plethora multitude a lot yes. large number no if you want to take a break go take a break we'll keep talking oh no i was asking if you want you wanted. yeah you're holding your pack of cigarettes very expectantly and i'm yes. looking at my pack of cigarettes <laughs> but no i just think it's interesting that that we have been talking about the funeral and our own experiences and our own thoughts. Then we go back and tell stories of childhood. Then we come back and talk about the funeral. And then we come back and tell that stories. relation to it, though. It's, yeah. It just you know, it's it's, it's 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 really just us being humans. It's just it's us. Just life. Well, and I'm interested in going back and listen to it just to find out. Okay, how did this conversation go? <laughs> yeah. how, how did this, how did the snake work? Um, speaking of the funeral, though, and I, I know I've told you this already, but you did a phenomenal job today. Amazing like, job. Like, you you yeah. really did a good Amazing job. It's been a, it's been a long time since I've heard, heard you like do a, a true public speaking where, I mean, yes, you've done derby, you've done your announcing, you've done all that stuff. But, but you it, weren't able to teach in that moment. And that it, was like you being like, able to just put it down. And like, it's your father, too. So it was your uh, moment. You, you did a really good job. Like, and I wish know. I could have had it recorded. Yeah. yeah. Yes. It, was, it, was it should have been recorded. It yeah. should have been recorded. And, and you know when when you had <clears throat> when you had done your your MC stuff, part of being an MC is just like keeping the flow going. You know, being the host. You know, it's not really about you, but you're kind of the main speaker. So right. Stuff. You know. But when you're up there teaching, it's it's just you and that microphone. That microphone was terrible, by the way. Every time, <laughs> I agree. Every time you exhaled, Dude, you were like this far away, and it would just blow up. No, like every time he exhaled, it somehow went straight hand, into the mic. His hand like, would be like <sighs> his hand would be like this far from it, and you could hear his hand. Yeah, you could literally hear his. hand. Just you can't see my hand, but it's like oh, five inches away from the mic. But no, you you did a phenomenal. Job well, you're 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 very kind. I I very much appreciate that. Um, and, and it's like when we left, you were here uh, helping Mamaw. I don't know if you helped or what, but you were here yeah, getting. Just... Oh, Careful. <laughs> you were here. Uh, we we went on the B double E double R U N, and you stayed. And I said, "Can you stay here with Mamaw yeah. while we go?" And uh, I'm backing out of the house. I told the boys, I said, I miss that. The teaching. Oh, yeah. I miss being up there. I miss doing that. And that's part of what I hope the podcast does. I hope there's moments where I can take some of that and I can do that teaching. Uh, And and I know that is in many ways to some people when I start talking about things of faith. And the Bible, for some people, that's a huge turnoff. They don't even want to listen to me. Yeah. 
my hope is that I have at least built a reputation among people who aren't of faith that they'll, they'll at least still want to listen that they'll give me here yeah. or, or even of faith but just open-minded in the first place i mean i feel like this but right like yeah. at least ready to hear something else because you like i feel like you've run into those two different sides too like you'll find you're running to somebody whether they're christian jewish or you know anything else muslim it you'll find the person who's completely devout you cannot tell them the sky is blue like no the sky is whatever color um and raw told me it was like right that's it or you meet the people who are like yeah no like i go to church every sunday my grandpa did it my mama did it but yeah well, what do you got to say you'd like there's that difference so i feel like you're pulling in that demographic you are. well and i also have an, another demographic of friends who are just like they don't like anything associated with faith mm. You know, maybe they're maybe they're gay, maybe they're whatever they are. Faith for them has been this sledgehammer that's just beat them over the head and beat them down. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's surprising. I mean, because I didn't just go out and say, "Oh, I used to be this, and I have this huge faith background." But what I what I have noticed is that when those subjects do come up and I have talked to them, they've at least listened to me. Yeah. But that's because I've never preached at them. Yeah. No. And, and they know me differently. So I'm hoping that part of this podcast will be able to maybe provide a, a venue or a platform where yeah. maybe I can teach it. more often. Well, yeah, and I think it should be snap on my picture as, as an arena for learning. I mean, like, that's part of the private space. Well, exactly. Yeah, like it's your podcast. Talk about whatever you do want. want. Yeah, do whatever you want to talk about. Like, people are gonna listen or they're not, and you can still talk about whatever you want to talk about. Sure. That's true. Well, and and then one part about today, honestly, just like, hundred percent agree with him and Kaylee to the point to where I said it myself. It's like, what I witnessed today was a landmark in my life. And it's interesting because a lot of people, again, even like if I equated with people my age, the landmarks in their life, they had to get on a plane, actually fly somewhere, not to have a funeral, but to have fun, like vacation, and then they're at a theme park, and then they can take an Instagram picture and mark it down as a landmark. You made a landmark in my life with your mouth. Right. Like, <laughs> just speak. And I've heard you talk. Damn. A lot. <laughs> All that above. Well, and, 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 in the, and in that point, I there's a there's a there's a yes. By what you meant, I, I see this a secondary thought in when when you said I missed that because yes, you missed that, but you missed that. That moment was a different Scott than the one you've been living. Well, yes, Seasons it's built life. up accumulation of the grief you've had for the past two days, but that's it. You know, like what she said it earlier, she whispered it, but it's evolving. The conversation evolved from Papon dying to us talking about childhood. But same way you evolved from Scott with a dad to Scott without a dad. Scott without a dad has just a little bit more real shit to say. You always say real shit. It's always real. Right. Just have some extra salt to just dump on. <laughs> and, but with that salt, the greatest part about that salt, though, that salt was being sprinkled on what you say, the Western not to be offensive towards it, but it was like, I don't care what your faith is. This is my dad. This is my life. This is 
how I want to talk about it. Yeah. What well, a lot is, of that. This is my <clears throat> thing. Yeah. Feel. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to comfort <clears throat> you. I don't. It wasn't it, like. For the first time, I felt like somebody speaking wasn't speaking to get the audience's attention. It was like kind of what Levi was saying. People post that shit, not because their grandfather died, but just to get the likes in the fucking first place. It was, you were almost talking to yourself. And we could see that. I wouldn't necessarily say to himself, but for. Yeah, for, for himself. himself. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. Yes. For himself. Yeah I, yeah, I agree. And for me, uh, in, a, in a subsequent way, which is what I was trying to explain earlier faster, was <laughs> you in a way, explained how life works without even trying. Yeah. Right. You literally life, explain yeah. life. Like, to the T. <laughs> There's like, seasons. That, you, I mean, you, I know you saw me a few of the time. I was cheesing the whole entire time. I was right, right. smiling the whole time. Well, the thing for me was, it wasn't so much... I mean, I came to this thought process about death and life and situation. You hear all these empty cans rattling people. Everybody's like, where's another beer? Where's another beer? Um, we bought two 12-packs to do this At podcast. With. We got more right now. We got, we got yeah. more. So. And so, okay. um, we're, already we're talking about Bible and faith and we're through a 12-pack. Drinking PBR, man. <laughs> That's right. It's, it's liquids of the um, <laughs> No, I... I it was a focus of mine to focus on what I did because when my dad died and my mother was angry she would come to me and she said I know it's awful that I feel this way but I'm angry no you're allowed to feel you should feel that way not in her faith tradition though I'm exactly yeah because she was saying like I'm not supposed to be mad at God but I can't help asking why no, you can ask why. You can like, be mad at God. And yeah. for people to even say, like, not to, like... Well, and th- I feel like that was part of, like, again, Scott kind of, like, making people sit down in their own head was, like, by going, oh, here, I'm going to bring up biblical Christian scriptures. Yeah, like, here, to I... To show yeah. you I'm a, what the hell I'm saying. Yeah, like, I'm a like, literal person of faith, the same faith as you. I follow your same God, but it. I'm allowed to be mad at him because I want to be. Like, And I, the and because scriptures I'm and back it up. Yeah, like, it's not right for... Well, not right, but it's for everyone to think, like, oh, I can't be this way. He's got a plan. He's doing that. Well, he's... Yeah, like... Well, you know what? And he may have a plan. Yeah, like, maybe this is part of his plan for you to get mad at him. You know? Right. <laughs> or maybe this is part of his plan, and I don't like it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Moses argued with him and negotiated with him. Um, Noah... No. Noah argued and negotiated with him. Um, Abraham was about killing his son. But Noah argued and negotiated. It wasn't Ishmael. <laughs> but Noah argued. My dad used to be a pastor. And I had no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> but Noah argued and negotiated on the destruction of the world. Uh, uh, Sodom and Gomorrah. There was an argument and negotiation on the destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah. I mean, there, there, there's an argument and negotiation all the way through. David, who's considered to be the apple of God's eye, go back and read some of those psalms, and you're just like, 
He had to deal with some shit. Right. And you're just like, dude, there's an entire book called Lamentations. Where they just lament. They they just lament. lament, You know, and you're just like. Which is French for the mint. Yeah. So they're just talking about mint? They're just talking about spearmint, peppermint, breath mint. I'm going to need verification. All forms of bubblegum. But the Lamentations is all about this, this this sorrow, this moaning, this this horrible time they're going through. So when I hear people, you know, and I grew up in the Western Christian tradition that you don't question God. You just trust him. Do you know what the word Islam means? Well, now today I do. No. No, he's Israel. He, he's, he's Israel. Was, yeah, I know. Islam, I, I, not Israel. Yeah, Islam. I, I had the same. No, you got me. You got me. That's a trick question. Said that. Thank you. The word Islam means to submit to God. The one that argues. The word Israel. The one that submit. Wow. Means to wrestle. Yeah, to wrestle with God. Wow. So, I can be the one who just. Trust God by faith, and God knows what's best. I'm just going to trust Him. I'm going to submit to His will. Or I'm going to be the one that says, Hey, whoa, wait a minute, dude. I don't like what you're doing. I'm going to wrestle with you. <laughs> and here's another thing I don't know how girls are with this. I'm not a girl. I don't know how guys are. Two guys getting a knockdown, drag out fight. They end up being what? Well, from personal experience, the only fight I've ever really been in was has been with Nick. <laughs> it was a physical fist fight mm-hmm. over a Jan Sport backpack. Mm-hmm. And, I chased and, him down and the street. The, with the question in, pro, in, in, in specific was who was going to wear said backpack <laughs> to school tomorrow. Uh, Nick and I got into a wrestling We're, we're 18 years of age. We are adults. <laughs> that then turned into us running in just our basketball shorts, like literally nothing else, no socks, no t-shirts, anything. We sprinted from my ha- from his house to my house where we pr- we proceeded to wrestle and fist fight more. Nick won. He had to wear the backpack. Okay, next. pause. We didn't wrestle while traveling. Actually, I'm running after Levi 15 feet behind him while he has this Jan Sport. And just sprinting just over his shoulder. Just, just like, Paul. I'm going home. As if he doesn't know where he, he thinks like, I don't know where he lives. Like, like, I don't want to play with you guys anymore. I will go home. <laughs> he lives like a stone's throw away. Like, no joke. A stone's throw away. It was just around the so corner. So, my point is, the wrestling brought you closer together. Yeah. Literally, I, I massaged his back at the end of it. That is true. <laughs> no, I. Cause, cause the way the way okay, we were, okay, we were that just got weird. I know. I the like, way we were wrestling, my back started to kink up. You know, I, I had to. <laughs> and Nick was like, "All right." And then, you know, she asked if you guys were together. Oh yeah. Well, not 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 exactly. <laughs> yeah, goes, not exactly. Are they gay? <laughs> are they like together? No. No, no. She's no. asking if you were gay. Oh, she's straight up. And you know, you know, I answered it. Ask him. Does it matter? <laughs> no, that's true. And she got mad. Well, she probably, she probably oh. was like, I just want to know. Does no, she was upset. Oh, okay. But she comes of a different faith tradition. Yeah. Mm. Well, a similar faith tradition, I have a different view. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. 
Yeah. Some of faith tradition have different. They've views. like they have opened up a lot. Like who? My mom and papa opened up a lot when they moved to Tennessee or moved to Washington and like and just being like around you. I think they've like opened their minds up a lot. So like, I don't know if it's so much acceptance or whatever. I, I think know. in some ways you're right. They've opened up. I mean, certainly when it comes to like my 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 dad's uh, food tastes. <laughs> He's more experimental with his food taste, and he'll try more things. Yeah. Where, I mean, when I moved down here and started cooking, I'd come in and cook dinner, and Mom's like, oh, he's never going to eat that. He will not eat that. He'd come back for, like, seconds. Yeah. He's never tasted it before. I made him a... uh, My my dad, when you talk about vegetarian, he's like, I don't know vegetarian. I want meat and taters. That's, That's the dad I grew up with. Yeah. I made a uh, spaghetti squash. <laughs> right. Well, you still eat taters. I made a spaghetti squash dinner one night and uh, pulled out all the spaghetti squash. I had some uh, vegetarian-style meatballs, and I made a sauce to go on it. Never told him it was vegetarian. He tore it up. Yeah. Come back for seconds. Yeah. So it was pretty good. Carry on. I'm going to be right back. Yeah. You want to go to the we're gonna sit in silence while they go to the bathroom. Oh wait, Scott, you actually would have been a very fitting song to sing today because i'm pretty sure it's about death and like moving on to like the next but you don't know realm well it's in italian it's called omnia soul i don't know uh well where's your googles is it broke uh, and and where did you learn it in choir uh, my senior year we had performed it uh we actually performed it i don't know if you remember it was a final concert and 
the seniors passed out flowers to their parents. Yes. Yeah. It, it's called Omnia Soul. Um, a, a very, a very good friend of mine. He's a, uh, he's actually coming back very soon for, on his, uh, from his mission. He's a, uh, Mormon. His name is Jordan Hale. He's just the purest human being you would ever meet. Oh, really? Life. Yeah. He's, he's so great. He tries so hard. Um, it's, I, I love him to death on it. He, every time we would sing the song, like the, the last like part of it, he just couldn't make it through. He'd start crying just because he was friends with everybody. And, uh, he was a couple years younger than, than my class. I think he was two years below us. And, you know, he, he, he'd been in choir with us for a couple years at this point. And so, you know, that, that song has always just been the goodbye song. <laughs> So when we'd start performing it, he would, uh, he would, he would cry. Where would he go on mission to? I believe it was, uh, I, I believe it was, uh, Atlanta. Oh, wow. Um, Omnia Soul by Z. Randall Stop, the Messiah College Concert Choir. Thank you. Um, let's see. You got your spot jacked. Nick, Omnia's soul, uh, like, that song was, like, about death and moving on to the next, like... So, why didn't you keep singing? He literally is still singing. Currently. When did I I stop? What do you mean? Well, I mean, like, in performing. Why don't you ever join a band? Uh, It's because we're working on it. It's because me and Nick are too poor to afford microphones and equipment to actually start our own rap career. Truth. Like, well, I mean, we start. You guys I don't see you as a rapper. I yeah. see you as I, me, a crooner. I see me, you as me a... personally, I am not. Uh, what what I well, would like to do. Nick. I mean, I know you want to be the rapper. I know that's cool. I mean, well, I, I don't think Nick, little, Nick, like, Nick, Nick doesn't necessarily want to be voice. I've watched you in, in choir sing. Nick doesn't necessarily want to be a rapper per se. He just wants to be an artist. And like Nick, Nick is actually a very decent great rapper. I don't know why I said decent because it's, it's more than decent. Um, he he's 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 very talented just musically i for me my me personally i would like to do more musical production and then like maybe singing if necessary or just doing the intro voices you know to the to the song uh i would be following him more on a on a like a podcast basis or like a webisode basis or like a digital short basis yeah if nick if nick and i were gonna do like the the social media takeover whatever Media bomb. yeah nick nick would bomb. be more of a like we would we would work on all parts together but you know nick would do more the music i would do more the youtube channels or like the shorts well right here in what i got set up right mm-hmm. the mic this boom uh shock mount i got for 25 dollars a piece i had to go buy different cords because i didn't want the mic cords that came with it were this one. <clears throat> was that one. And I was told that that end is better. Uh, yeah. I could see that because it's, it's more, more like, of a, like a solid legit, yeah. connection, whereas an aux cord like is just an aux cord. Yeah. Right. Um, this, the soundboard, was about $69, $70. Did you just get this? Yeah. Nice. Now, um, then I had to buy another laptop because mine Old. took a poop. Mine had problems. 
And um, so I've got maybe seven hundred dollars in it. But you know, if you've got an iPad, you got or or you know, Apple, you don't have to go to the extent that I went to. You can get a USB mic, an omnidirectional, where this is a condenser, and it requires more attention to your voice. Yeah. Uh, but you can do that. And the thing I like about podcasts, I mean, do you listen to a lot of podcasts? I don't right now. It's it's like a dream of mine. <laughs> to listen to podcasts? To listen to podcasts, but I feel like with podcasts, because it's because it's something that can actually feed your brain necessarily, you have to be in the right mental <laughs> status to actually listen. Yeah, I agree, because, like... Angelo listens to him a lot and he'll just like listen to him like while he's like working around the house or like whatever and I'm just like I feel like I'm like li- someone's in the other room having a conversation it's like that's not what I want to listen to right like I don't know like it's not I, I would have to write that have to find the right time to like listen to it but I do like Theo Vaughn which is like one you can just like put in the background and just like listen just, to and just call yeah. him like, here yeah but, but i think it's like it, it comes to a certain point in, in like a uh, like the personal person's life like right. it's like it's when you're willing to hear that actually like and for me it's like it's not necessarily that i'm not willing to hear it is why i haven't listened to a lot of podcasts it's more of like i know that i won't receive it as authentic as if i would if i had a clear mind you know so I, like i already know i'm missing information <laughs> even if i'm trying to listen to it even if I'm trying. Well, and there's some podcasts that I've listened to that I will go back a year later. Like, what the they same episode and Google it, mm. and I'll find it. Well, well, that last podcast I did with uh, the Druid, the Art Druid. Mm. My conversation with her reminded me of a conversation that I heard on a podcast. Angela with, Wilson was her name. Angela Wilson. It's episode four. It reminded me of a podcast that Rob Bell had done on the Robcast <laughs> back in December about Celtic and their influence on Christmas. Mm-hmm. And so I linked the two together. But for me, what you said earlier about podcasts is absolutely true. I started listening to them because I wanted to learn. And I didn't start listening to the ones about entertainment and all that. I listened to the ones that I thought I could learn something about the issues of my life that I was dealing with. Exactly. Yeah. I started Googling them. I started, you know, following blogs that I like. And also these blog people are doing podcasts and they're the recommended podcasts that influenced them. So I started yeah. listening to them. And as I did that, I was like... It's a new world. Yeah, but yeah, you, yeah, you like listen 100%. to them in the car and stuff. Like the car is probably like a good place to listen to them because, like, when Cassidy and I go focused. on go on yeah, long road trips, you know, like or long road trips. I mean, we, we go to like go take a, a drive or something. go like on a beach day or whatever. You know, yeah. uh, we'll we'll throw on a podcast. We usually listen to like a couple of uh, there's there's two we primarily listen to. It's called Stuff You Should Know, and they yep. just seen that one. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. Uh, they're like 20, 30 minutes long. They're, they're just quick like little. Type yeah, like they, they go over just random stuff. Random. Um, and then uh, the other one is called Those Conspiracy Guys. Oh, you told that me one's, those are like, 
it, it anywhere from like an hour and a half to like six hours long. Yeah, it's awesome. It, it just it, I it, the JRE, the Joe Rogan experience yeah, is a commitment. Go, they That's go, yeah, they three go hours, over. six hours. Well, it just it just depends on the context that they're talking about. I mean, like if they obviously, <laughs> obviously, I mean, there's like more info. Well, I'm just there's, thinking there's, about the amount of data that I got to upload. Over satellite uh, internet connection. Yeah, no, no, no. That that, that is true. Um, no, but with with um with those conspiracy guys, I mean, like there there are some like they 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 discuss time travel and like people who have, like claim to have been time travelers. You know right. th- that episode's maybe two hours long, but then they get on you know whether or not. 9-11 was an inside job or like a false flag operation or you know if Sandy Hook was even a real complete massacre just complete just you know the well the thing is is that they touch on multiple theories mm-hmm. and they, they give their own opinions on oh, them they do. Yeah, sorry. and you know they, they touch on multiple theories as to what they were what they are blah, 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 blah. so uh, they bring up pseudo ideas yeah they bring up pseudo ideas so that's why you know we, especially with something like 9-11 I mean you literally type in 9-11 on YouTube and you have more hours of YouTube videos than have ever existed in the whole of humanity. So, um, and you get more like at least weird information than you'd ever find looking up any other topic ever. Right. In humanity. Right, 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 right. So, so that song I was singing earlier is called all me a soul. Um, and dad asked me what it meant. So I've just been sitting here quietly Googling it. Um, Omnia soul is it, it, that itself means light everywhere or sun everywhere. Um, but basically from a deeper perspective, it's a farewell song or a song of parting. Um, and it's about how the human who needs to anchor to words of love and commitment and the hearts of those who have been pillars in life in life along the way, which I feel that Nick and I were joking earlier during during the show or during the show, the show. during the uh, <laughs> during the funeral we were joking like you know we were just sitting there like there was no music playing I looked at Nick I was like well when I die if I go before you make sure there's music playing because I was thinking that too when I was sitting there at least a little quiet like background yeah just like oh, some music. some piano yeah. soft oh, jazz Muzak think about that when well, you guys should have said something I could well, have totally well, made that Nick, happen Nick and I were joking we were like we should just start busting out music he's like well what would we sing I was like either Okami Emmanuel, which is a beautiful Christian Christmas song the Hallelujah Chorus which everybody can get down to <laughs> Uh, I don't remember started though. That's we could have literally took a phone oh, to the back. Uh, Hallelujah. No, we could yes. have literally took a phone to the back the and plugged one? it we'll in and just played a playlist. Hmm. It started with some piano, but I think it just started like. Yeah. Oh, come, oh, come, I hated that song so much because like I have like a trouble like with like breathing. Yeah. Like that was controlled. Yeah. That song required like four bars without taking a breath. Yeah. Like it was ridiculous. But like, after you're... the people saying at the funeral, I literally was serious about What's it. What's funny is they're having this conversation. Me and Kayla were looking at each other like, We're not singers. Bar? What's a bar? <laughs> exactly. We had no um, No, like, but yeah, I we. we I, I feel like, I feel I like truthfully, Omni's Soul would have been a very apt song to perform, but. That song definitely needs to have like a whole, like all four parts at the very least. What Omni? Omni. No, not necessarily. Eight, like, eight. I was thinking if you hit the because because you're very good at baritone and bass. 
just really just naturally there. Yeah, I, mean, I can hit it, but I'm more of trying. Like it's oh, you're, you're like forcing us. Yeah, out of out of OVO XL, out of us know. two, out of us two, you're more of a tenor yeah. than me. Yeah, I'm a tenor. So so it's like what am I? I'm like a baritone. You, I'd say like either soprano two or an alto, probably soprano an alto, okay. probably an alto. I think she's an alto. She's cracking it off. Just... So soprano is the highest, like that you sing. It's like yeah. the higher notes. It goes soprano one, soprano two, alto Total. one, alto two, then tenor one, tenor two, baritone, baritone bass, bass. But... or bass one, bass two, depending yeah. on how you want to look at it. And like very no rarely we'd have the sex switch. <laughs> no trouble. So that's how you knew how like somebody had a. Really... <laughs> like a decent understanding over like vocalization is when there was a girl sitting in baritones and there was a man sitting in alto you're like okay like typically those are like the best yeah do you remember zach hoffman yeah i hate zach hoffman yeah his freshman year he was he was a boy he's a male soprano which is impressive i mean so as far as sopranos michael jackson there's a rumor that his father had him chemically castrated so that he could Hit the high notes that he hit. His his dad was a very abusive person. Yeah, his his whole no his whole no, family. That, that's well established. The whole yeah. Jackson so family. I I yeah. would not be surprised at all if abusive? there yes, was some exactly. sort of hundred percent, hundred percent. What was Michael, it, what would you say? Like, I'm sorry, I was Chris. Oh, sorry, just the whole no. family was. Yeah, abusive. the whole family because like uh, Chris Tucker actually said something about it. And, I was waiting for an actual stand-up comedian to say something about it because there was multiple comedians. I had at least seen eight different comedians use Michael Jackson as a form of reference for jokes, but never hit a line of truth. Just be like, oh, yeah, he rapes people. And they're yeah, yeah, Michael Jackson's a rapist because, yeah, whatever. But they never brought up. Oh, that's ignorant. That's ignorant. Right, right. Chris Tucker was like, I've known Michael for 30 blanking years. Like, Michael's a 12-year-old. Not, no, fuck that. Michael's a six-year-old. Always has been. Never got the chance to grow up. He was rich when he came out the womb. He was rich yeah. after. Stayed rich. But he stayed a performer. So he wasn't rich as in, I'm chilling, I'm kicking back. He was working for his family. And after that, he became the workhorse for his family. So it became like this repetitive process of Michael having to stick in the same personality. And he's like, no, like I've talked to Michael over 30 years. He's the same person. He's still a six-year-old kid. He hangs out with kids. He doesn't hang out with adults. He doesn't like their conversations. He doesn't talk about work. Fuck no. He talks about Ferris wheels, merry-go-rounds, and amusement parks. He never got to be a child. So, like, with the pedophile thing, when they hopped that on, it was really easy. Like, seriously, like, think about it. Like, let's say you daycare children on daily. Yeah. But it's not, like, recorded. It's not, like, an actual scripted-down job. You didn't sign a paper to do it. It's just, like, your family friend saying, hey, can you watch my 13- and 12-year-old daughter for the day? Or, like, my six daughters for the day? Oh, yeah, sure. She trusts you. You do a fine job. You know, they just eat food. You feed them, and they go to bed, take a nap, and they wake up, and... Whatever, mom comes home, right? But the situation and what people brought up about this whole entire, oh yeah, Michael hangs out with children, Michael hangs out. He's a kid. Like seriously, what's interesting about it is you realize that this whole attachment to maturity is some weird subsequent attachment to pain. Which is... Yeah. Right, right. But at the same time, it's like, so these people don't grow up unless they suffer. They don't suck. Like, they have to suffer to grow up. Well, that's true with everybody. Yeah. And I talked about that in Dad's funeral. 
you have to suffer. You have to wrestle. You have to question. You have to argue. You have to fight because you ain't got. You have to fight, or you don't grow up. You don't. You don't. You don't change. That's mine. Yeah. Put that down. <laughs> Dude had a beer in his hand. He's gonna double fist it. I'm playing around. I was gonna shake it actually, because this one was going empty, so I was shaking like another one. Just hey, is that that one almost empty? That Let's take that one. It still is. You won't notice. So tomorrow. Tomorrow we'll get up. I mean, don't you mean today? <laughs> what time is it? That's like midnight thirty or something. That's close. So tomorrow we'll get up. Your phone's dead. Mine? <laughs> no, Nick's. Oh. It died like an hour ago. I didn't want to say anything. So tomorrow we're, we're going to get up. We're going to go to the funeral home again. We'll get there early. Mm-hmm. Do the whole meat thing. See pebbles. I, 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 you know, when I moved to the Northwest, they were doing those closed casket things. And I thought it was weird. And then I got to liking it. And then I move here, and they do an open casket thing, and I'm like, let's go back, closed casket. So, I um, tomorrow we'll go back. Uh, friends and family will show up. We'll start, well, we're going to put our car in line first, but they'll start getting all the cars in line by around 10.30. Quite after. At 11 a.m. We'll roll out. We'll roll out. That's my plan. Now, you guys, you've seen a funeral procession here. Yeah, funeral processions in the South are actually really kind of cool. Um, I, I didn't know it was going on the first time that I saw one. Uh, but basically what happens, for those of you who don't know, um, so it, you... They'll, they'll be driving, and the funeral procession is usually led by either one or two police officers. Right. Or there's usually one in the front, one in the back, or you know some some form of way. Um, but basically, everyone, no matter what side of the street you're driving on, even even if there's a barrier in between, everyone pulls over to the side of the road and just waits for the entire procession to pass. Now, these processions can be 20, 30 cars long. Or... More, right? It doesn't matter, oh, but okay. do you remember the first time you saw one? I, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I don't remember date and time and all that jazz, no, no, but, no, but I just, I just remember feeling. I just remember how, honestly, how cool that was. What's going on? Yeah, I, I mean, obviously, I was confused. I had no idea what was happening, but like, once once I figured out what it was, I just thought it was so cool that everybody. Everybody knew what was going on and, and took a second out of that day. It didn't matter who the person was, that you didn't have to know who it was. You have no clue who's in that view. But you, you knew this person Somebody passed died. away. These people are Let's grieving. take a second and say, like, give our that's give our respect. That's something that's, like, so different from the Northwest in a whole, like, other sense. Like, Great point. Yeah, like... I don't know my neighbors and you guys know every all of your neighbors like you at least know who like lives there I don't know the person who lives next door to me like they live two feet away and not two feet ten feet but still <laughs> but yeah it's like <laughs> it's like everyone in the south seems so much more like just friendly outgoing not outgoing but they're just like willing to meet people be neighborly and like 
Maybe it's like the population or whatever. Like, like I don't know. It's the Mr. No, Rogers you, era. You, you go to Ingalls, Food City, different. Walmart here. Somebody you don't know Knows is you. going to talk to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. It's like, well, like whenever I'd go to the store with Mamaw, like when, when they lived the, in Washington, it's just like she just talks to like anyone, you know, I'm like. Anyone who would listen. Yeah. Or like a, just ask a random other customer a question like, oh, what's your favorite type of whatever? Like, oh, just anything. Like, you go to a restaurant just, with her, right? It's just and so different. And the waiter comes by with a plate of food. Not your food. <laughs> Something food that looks to, good. Like, table, somebody's <laughs> way away from you, but she's like, hey, oh, come here, come here. What is that? <laughs> so what's that taste like? Yeah, what is that? How'd you make that? <laughs> right. And I'm like. I, uh, I she has no too. interest in ordering this meal. She's she just, just curious. <laughs> I said something the other day. I looks said, good. Why don't you carry like a fork around? And you just, <laughs> you just taste test. Can I, can I taste that? Just, just real quick. You won't even notice. It's just one chip, please. <laughs> <laughs> just grab one. Which. I feel like that would probably work. Yeah, it would work. Oh, it would probably work. Yeah. yeah would just mammal asking. You'd probably get like a, a lot. Um, yeah. yeah, a lot of. Yeah, yeah. Could you, could you, could you, could you imagine this? You've got a video crew <laughs> that follows Mamma to a restaurant, and she's going. She goes up to you. You're having dinner. Like, I, I'm sorry. I don't mean to bother oh, you. But just, just. Can I just have to taste that. This. I'm just trying to decide like, what I, I want to order. Yes. <laughs> Do you I know her? Fork. <laughs> Do you know this lady? <laughs> <laughs> And we did that at a... I guess. No, her and I had this conversation at a restaurant. <laughs> what was that? Is that good if you had it? I had it Mom, I've never been it. to this restaurant before. Well, I've been there, but I hadn't had that meal. She's like, I want to walk over there and sit let me taste it. <laughs> and I said, okay. <laughs> if you do that, I'm pulling my phone out. And she was like, really? No. I'm like, uh, I don't want to say yes, because I think... She I want to actually see go. you do it. <laughs> right. Like, part of you is like, well, I don't want to lie to her and tell her no, but I also don't want her to do it. I don't want to <laughs> do it. Me over there, I'm like, I don't have NDAs for people to sign. <laughs> <laughs> you can just write on a napkin real quick. Just NDA, yes or no. Right. <laughs> oh. oh, she's fun. So tomorrow will be tough. Yeah. Yep. We've had a couple of tough times. Yeah. Um, well, I've experienced a lot of tough times with it yeah. this week. Kaylee, you experienced a pretty tough time this afternoon with her. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, at home. No, I know. I yeah. know what you're talking yeah. about okay. when okay. I heard her in the bedroom and... Mm-hmm. Oh, so yeah. Like, well, me and Scott looked at each other. We were just like... Like, we wanted to walk in, but it was like, yeah, walk in yeah, no, yeah, I know. I didn't, I what are we talking about? Consistently harder, like, for the rest of the day. Like, it's, yeah, I didn't want, well, it was, Mama was just in the bedroom, and I just heard her start crying. And I mean, she was trying to get ready for the day and whatever. And you were out mowing. And, oh, okay, yeah, so yeah, how hard is that? What you're getting ready, yeah, to. To go to your husband. She's just sitting there asking, like, please come back. Like, just come back. Like, I'm so mad at you. Just come back. Like, 
this I don't want to do this like that was the hardest thing like one, why, I can't like, even imagine feeling like that like well, what is yeah, it well, you're like newly married yeah I know and I like sometimes Angelo goes to work and he years married yeah I know sometimes Angelo goes to work and I'm like like there's Rex all the time and like he like I don't hear from him for like however long and I'm just like because he just goes to work you know he goes right. to work and goes to work and I'm like I can't even imagine that. Like, I don't want to. Hmm. I mean, partially at the same time, too, with it was, like, I feel like it it grows very quickly, the feeling. Uh, I mean, not in the form of it grows, but it, let's say it spreads very quickly. You start to understand very, very soon, like, the, the emotion that everybody's putting out. I think that was like the biggest thing about being in the funeral home with that many people. Like, cause I've been to big funeral. Like my grandfather's funeral was big. Like my great grandfather's with the ex-military. There still wasn't as many people at that funeral as there was today. Oh, they just kept cycling through and through. For three hours, my palms were sweating. For three hours. Could you imagine if the people that came stayed? Oh, good Lord. These people are all going to sit, like, be able to sit here. We didn't know if, like, we were, like, when we were going, getting ready to sit down, we were, like, we don't know where we're going to be, like, where to sit. There's no room. When then, obviously, like, we tried to sit down. Everyone just moved out of the way. So. Right. But, um, but, yeah, like, well, then one of the kids came up and was, like, the line's out the door around the building. And that was before 6 o'clock. And the whole thing was supposed to start at 6. Like, or, Eight. No, no, no. The the receiving and all that. Oh. Yeah, no, the six. receiving was supposed yeah. to start at, at six. And we started it obviously way early, like a four or something, right? Well, we four thirty five. Four thirty. Yeah. I told them we were there before four. Five. Yeah. Five fifteen. Yeah. So. But, yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. semantics aside. Yeah. There was exactly a huge line and instantly. Yeah. And, and there was serpentine in the line. Serpentine. I mean, they were doing that whole S thing. That, yeah, yeah, to keep it like to, to bring people inside. Yeah, because it, yeah. it was pouring down rain half right. the time. And I was. Well, you guys know how I am. If I'm on a schedule, and you're on time, you're late. That's how I am with a schedule. I was kind of surprised there was a lot of people there Sorry, so early, but then like right, that, and I'm thinking that like they want to the, be there. F- uh, I in my head especially the people the who didn't want to like stay service, service yeah at 7.30 oh you wanted to start early just because people see 6 to 8 well no what? because I wanted my mom I know my mom goes to bed early I yeah I know it's very exhausting mentally yeah. physically emotionally yeah I know I wanted her out of there as soon as I can I know and well I know she got mad at you cause you were like mm you ready right and you're you got told to go away because she's like nope i'm still sitting here talking to all these people who are waiting to see papa so go away yeah she's like nope i'm here doing yeah. and mike blonde i go back there and i talk to him and he's like scott you can't do this let these people express their condolences let your mom meet them yeah i think everyone like sitting there waiting everyone's sitting in line like everyone understands like what do you say to somebody who just says i'm sorry about your loss like thanks 
Yeah, you just say thank you. Like, I, I know that's, like, what you, like, but, like... I mean... Like, what, like, if you were to say that to somebody, if you were to say, I'm sorry about your loss, what do you actually expect them to reply with? Thank you. I expect thank you. Like, I don't expect anything. Like, I expect them to not even have words to say back to you. Like, what, there are no words to say. There's nothing. Well, and that's the question. What do you say? There's nothing. What do you say? (laughs) To me, what I would say to Mama is he, he went in the best way possible lying there next to her just sleeping like not you okay, know now now how would you feel if somebody said to you about angela i wouldn't feel great but to me like to me thinking that like for for me personally to, to continue like just to answer kind of for you my initial thought but to answer for you i well, mean the initial, that, the initial thought i think you're right well, well, for me personally, I that's kind of the the best piece of solace I kind of yeah, I have that's, from that's this whole situation yes. is the fact that like I know, or at least I'm hoping that it was fast and he was in, he was asleep, and like, that was it. You know, like that 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 it just it happened. He wasn't in pain when it happened. Like. In that you know they they say you know dying in your sleep is the peaceful way to go and like I hope that's true. I mean obviously no one knows for a fact right. that that's who, true. Who's brought that report back? Right. Who was like yeah no dude died in my sleep last week? Perfect. Yeah. And then I tried drowning once. <laughs> well, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Who, who's like, brought that report back? And I always hear people tell me that they're like oh man if I'm gonna die I'm gonna die in my sleep. And me, I'm like, no, if I'm going to die, I want to be naked, shot in the back by a jealous 37-year-old husband. Well, that's true, too. Right. They're, That'd be fun. They're, <laughs> right. they're plenty. Or okay, I, I guess... want to go out in a blaze of glory. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to do something boring where, you know, oh, I die. My... But I, I get what people say. The, the assumption is that when I'm asleep, I'm not feeling anything. There's no fear. There's no anxiety. There's... Just dreams, like that. That's the assumption is that you're just right. dreaming. But I've had some fucked up nightmares. Yeah. So. I mean, yeah. I don't know. So, but know then, either, then but when you say, you just... "Well, you know, if your loved one's gonna die and they die next to you sleeping," you know what? Tell me how you feel about that after your loved one dies next to you sleeping. Yeah, when you have to wake up in the morning and. Wake up to them. Your loved one died next to you sleeping. Yeah. Right. I Tell mean, me how you feel then. I, I can't. I get I, how people say yeah, it's I romantic, can't. it's beautiful, and but I, I can also get how someone says. That's oh, scary. This bed again. Yeah, that's scary, and I yeah I yeah I don't want to wake up to this. Yeah, I can see that. Which goes back to my point at the funeral, where I said that you know. Don't say things just because you're trying to make someone else feel better in that yeah. moment or something. Uh, yeah, just don't do that. If if you don't know what to say, don't say anything. Don't say anything. Keep your mouth shut. And and the other thing is, yeah, I I get what you mean when you say, and and a guy said this tonight to my mother. I get what you mean when you say if you if we were to pull back the veils of heaven. And you were to look in there and see how happy and joyful he is, you wouldn't want him back. I get why people say that. I call bullshit. 
they're happy there maybe but we're not happy here without you so that's where right that's where oh, they I don't see me. that they're I would not helping and i can see why somebody would say no i want them back yeah exactly because they're the ones in the moment they're feeling that like right so don't tell me what I'm going to feel. We should have built like a pyramid with these PPR cans. We can work on it. Good. Hey, guys, we got like uh, two hours. We are. We're about two hours. Whoa. Two, two hours, five. I thought you were going to say like two hours of sleep and I was really worried. No, yeah, because... Kaylee, yeah, Kaylee can't function on only two hours. I need sleep. two hours plus ten. Yeah, I was gonna say she needs at least ten more than that. Well, she wants like a twelve-hour nap before she goes sleep. Yeah, <laughs> she needs to pre-game her sleeps with naps. Yeah, you remember we, we would leave like uh, Vancouver and we would go up to visit the uncles up in what Kelso. Kelso. It's like what it a forty-five long. minute. Yeah, it's not even that far. Yeah. Kaylee no. would take at least two naps on the way up. No, she would take a blanket and a pillow. Yeah. And before we... Well, when you're younger, it feels a lot longer. Before we even left the driveway, she was snoring. <laughs> she's like... Or we'd be getting on the freeway, and she's like, ow. Yeah. <laughs> and then, we'd hang out there, we're coming back. Ow. <laughs> ow. <laughs> I get she, it from my papa. Huh? I get it from my papa. Does he sleep a lot? Yeah? Your dad. Oh. My dad. You, you, have you seen all the pictures of him sleeping with his oh, green with his grandchildren and all, all around him or his puppies yeah. or yeah or his dogs I, I still don't get that get what that old man with little bitty dogs I know I remember when you I was ever like owned first a little bitty dog yes and I haven't owned one since yeah that, that is a fair response yeah I remember mm-hmm. when I first discovered the like old man little dog thing syndrome it's not syndrome i don't think it's just a it's just a thing well, well explain the difference between syndrome and thing and why you think it's a thing i don't think it's a syndrome that's like a <laughs> like a no it's a medical diagnosis <laughs> yeah exactly like having a small dog is not a medical you have old man little dog disease <laughs> yeah you have old man oh uh, i think it's a lack of testosterone you think well, you know, a lot I think of, old men get little dogs. They, they, I think they're, they're just they're, easy, like they're just low maintenance, like easier. I, like, no, little dogs are not low maintenance because little dogs leave little shits everywhere. But also, I mean, to your point, I don't, know, I, I don't, I don't know if necessarily low T is the cause of men getting dogs. Small <laughs> dogs. I don't know. That just seems. I mean, it could be low T. I think so. I think it's very masculine. You can get in a small dog. But see, that's implicative of a very toxic, masculine, patriarchy uh, dominant society. Just in case. That doesn't need to be in place anymore. But I like uh, it. And that's the problem we have. Uh, is that so yeah, many straight white men love the power they have so they just grip it until it dies underneath them and then they blame the future generation for gripping the power that they have oh god you're some protester in Portland or some keyboard justice (laughs) warrior oh man just because I want everyone to have equal and fair rights (laughs) must be rough right it's not equal and fair when you start throwing a whole group in a population under the bus and 
oh, you're some white, blah, blah, blah. You're just as bad as the other side. How so? In a form of I way. I want to talk about it. Anyways, <laughs> hey, that's uh, two hours. All right. Almost ten uh, Bye. <laughs> hey, everybody, say bye. All right, bye. Goodbye. Okay, where do I put the little? Oh, here I can just you touch the fucking just hit screen. screen.